I've watched a lot of Feel Good, Will. Shall I continue? Please, How go are on. my levels? Uh, yeah, your levels are good. Good. So the clusterfuck happened, and a man came out of Is this the, the big clusterfuck? This is the big one. Okay, yeah, this yeah, is the one sure. that they always write about, uh-huh. uh, the huge clusterfuck. Right. Uh, had a big boom. Uh-huh. A uh, lot of lava, or what we call latva. Space lava? Space lava. Yeah, okay. Space lava. Is that like normal lava? Different. Very different. Okay, tell yeah. me. What it's cold. The, oh. Cold. Okay. Cold lava. Yeah. Freezing. Freezing how does cold. it how does it move in a lava like way if it's freezing cold? Wouldn't it be frozen? It, it, which is what make it, it bends. It's a malleable frozen space lava. Okay. Have you ever had lava cake? Yeah. Uh, oh, same it's thing. Like that. Yeah. It's same thing. Based on it's the exactly same that's based on the same principle. principle. Exactly. Okay. Thank well, that, you. That does make a lot of sense. And so it makes a lot of sense, huh? What what happened after that? So so then so then the clumps the clumps are moving through space yeah. and time. Are the clumps the family? The clumps are the family. They're all, all played the, by the same rock. Yeah, yeah right. they're all played by the <laughs> sure. same rock. Yeah. Uh, all the clumps are one rock. Uh, you can kind of tell that it's the same. Right. Uh, through that, that floats through time and space. And, uh-huh. and then through a gravitational... Yeah, have some tea. Through a gravitational pull, <laughs> it, uh, it, it sort of formed the clump together, uh-huh. which is what they call the sequel clump. Sure. Uh, not as strong as the initial clumps that were floating around space. Mm-hmm. Didn't do as well. But when they all got together as the big clump, uh-huh. out of that man, uh, man grew. Hang on, out of, man grew out of the big clump. Yeah. Well, so is Earth the big clump in this like thing, or is the it universe? Is, it isn't. Not the big clump, <laughs> right? Which I think helps answer your question a it, little bit. A little. Yeah. Like it so, helps me a little, but it doesn't yeah, help me so fully. Yeah. So basically, so basically, the clumps, the clumps are there, and <laughs> right. out of that clump, yeah, uh, a meteor storm, okay. hit it. Sure. And uh, and then after a little bit of time, what we call the gestation period. Okay. Uh, man was uh, my levels are good, right? Uh, man was uh, <laughs> man was formed formed from those. Started yeah. Started from trees. Man uh-huh. was from trees, and then through that, man became uh, what what we have today. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, look, uh, I was just testing your levels, but I did also <laughs> press record about two minutes ago. So I had a feeling. yeah. Um, good. Well, I'm so, glad that that's. So anyway, here's what we should do. This is what this is. Uh, I've just thought of this, like in the spirit of Tofop. But sure. uh, here we go. Uh, so, uh, firstly, welcome the two voices you just heard in the intro to this podcast, which is this, what this is now going to be. Uh, are uh, Matt Kirshen and Gareth Reynolds? Hello, welcome to you hey. both. Hello. But they're not Hello. on this episode. No. Uh, this is the intro to the episode that I've already co- recorded because this is a big two-part 250th, Oh, right, right. What I was trying to do... Oh, by the way, let's do the stats. Gareth Reynolds making... He will be in the part B of the 250th, okay. uh, making your 19th appearance. Wow, that's crazy. On the show. Holy shit. And uh, Matt Kirshen making his 16th appearance Ooh, on the numbers. show, although there is a lost episode. Which counts, so technically it would be 17. Oh, that's true, you lost one of mine as well. Yeah, we do have a Matt Kirscher, yeah, as well. <laughs> as well. We were just discussing. <laughs> nice to be on the list. Yeah. Because we were discussing, we just had our first Lost Probably Science episode, and I was, I, I was sort of like, oh, God, you know, we've done these episodes and we've lost one now. And, you know, it was like, Telling that to Will was like telling a porn star you've just lost your virginity. Right. Yeah, I started. It gets easier, baby doll. Right. No, because what I did was started then listing all the other ways I'd lost them. Yeah. And it, that was like the porn star going, "Oh, you lost your virginity. You know, you can put them both in your ears, yeah. right? In your ears. I've got four cocks in one nostril. Once. You're like, oh my god, like we were just using film. hands. I didn't oh, even know wow. if that was oh, yeah. adorable. You're right. adorable. Really? Yeah. Adorable. You're a sweetheart. Look at you, <laughs> little, little angel. Worried about. 
about losing Look a podcast. <laughs> um, so yeah, so what I, I wanted to do was have a big thing for the 250th, but I didn't really think ahead. Sure. Uh, because, you know, 250, it's a hard one to know. Do you celebrate 250? Like, how do you it's feel a about... It's quarter century. That's yeah, a, I think you celebrate that. That's a good number. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. 350, so, I could see you not doing. Oh, but you hate that answer. You're like you've already got your 350th plan. That was going to be the big one. (laughs) As Will hides (laughs) balloons in his closet. Never mind. Someone's just talked their way out of that show. (laughs) No, wait. (laughs) All right, one less banquet setting for. Yeah, I'll I'll do 350, and it'll be my 20th appearance. Well, the irony of that is uh, that you technically still have one up the sleeve because we have previously recorded one that hasn't oh, gone right. up. It will go up as 252, I think. Okay. Uh, which I can't remember. Who I think, knows what we I can't about. remember what we talked about, but I'd like to now, because I know that I just put the title on it on the day. Right. And I haven't since looked back at what the title yeah, was. I would have no So the title of the episode might give us some indication of what we talked about on that episode. This okay. is a bit of forward sell. This is like, yeah. this is the sort of thing you do in radio. To yeah, get people absolutely. Like, yeah. Interested in no, like what's pl- going on, yeah. coming up. Yeah, plug in the future. Stuff. Coming up in the podcast. Uh, let's see if I can actually find this. Uh, all right, here we go. Um, what if you'd lost that? <laughs> oh, literally, it's the wrong computer. That's... <laughs> I, uh, I have told the listeners about this, but I might not have told you guys about this. The reason I have two almost identical computers excited. is this one is like the, the modern one, the one that I had in front of me. It's like it's, it's this... the modern version of this older computer, right? And I wanted, when I got this new computer, essentially it was going to be the replacement model for this computer and I was going to hand this computer down, pass me, pass it forward, right? right? But I have not done that right. because I do not know how to use the updated version of GarageBand, which came preloaded on the new one. This and is... I only know how to use the old one. Oh, you, you know what? Um, I, I think I have your solution to this because I was talking Get to someone. Get another computer. Yeah. <laughs> you can need a third. Uh, who was it? It was someone... Sitting here like the Chemical Brothers <laughs> yeah, doing yeah. a podcast. Yeah, like a storm chaser. <laughs> right. Um, the, new, the new one, the new version of the software, for some reason, they just decided to drop podcasts as an option from it. Oh, it's, so they, that's they did what that, it is. They did that beautiful Apple thing that they sometimes do where they upgrade the software and fuck you over and you can't get it's back to the fun. other one. So um, that's what I think I discovered when I went there and then I went, well, this is not for me anymore. But you can download <laughs> the old version of GarageBand oh, onto your new computer. Onto your new computer. Well, that's what I need to do. find you the link and I'll send it to you. Thank you, Matt. And then I can then finally can be done. Get, but this reminds me of your computers. modems. Don't you have, are you still using the old modem? <laughs> yeah. No. Well, how, okay. Well, you still upload this podcast with Semaphore, right? That you, like, you stand on the balcony... With your flags for about twenty hours per episode, just when, flagging it out, and then you drop the flags and it didn't record. When, <laughs> when like an eagle takes them, <laughs> yeah. no, <laughs> yeah, or you actually flag a plane into your building. <laughs> oh, wrong flags. <laughs> These are just all the things that could go wrong when you try and flag a. Tofop responsible for the death of twenty-eight in a horrible plane crash in Santa Monica. Plus two lost Ronnie Chang episodes. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it is one of those things where when Charlie and I record in different countries, uh, we both have to put our side of the podcast in a bottle and just throw right. them separately into the yeah, ocean. So there, you probably have 350 episodes once you get all those bottles. Oh, yeah. And we have a producer. You should have a point. celebration for that so, one. Yeah. Meanwhile, there's a guy lost on an island who's just furious <laughs> with both of you. No, yeah, no, no like... actually, really, he's our biggest fan. Yeah. <laughs> he and Wilson. Once he gets off that island, we're going to have a big advocate for him. Wilson, it. come here. We've got a new tofa. <laughs> we'll have of it. 
<laughs> you play Charlie this yeah. week. You're Charlie this week. <laughs> they, they the gap. The, the peak of his dementia. You're Charlie, okay? And then this shall be guest Charlie when you this gotta go. When the people who re- who rescue him finally discover that there really is a will on Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> what? They're really... We thought that was just... I mean, we thought so he was drinking been, the salt water. We, we had no idea. We've had him locked up for weeks. I'm so sorry. So we're, sorry. So, there, really, so cricket is a so, game? So There's an actual cricket? Hang on. What are you talking about? <laughs> Batman versus Superman was a terrible film? My God. We owe him a huge... Amount. And mean, Wilson. Is... Wilson's been in solitary. <laughs> so uh, so this is the intro for uh, the first part of the episode 250. I wanted to do sort of a, an apartment show, um, but I wanted to do sort of one where, you know, I could get kind of like, you know, some of the guests who've done the podcast the most on, uh, but I could not coordinate that. That right. was just some, so. Now it's two parts. So we're we're introducing right now the Jen Kirkman Dave Anthony right. part one okay. first, first half. Right. And then next week, then you can hear the, this, this more of this <laughs> next but, week, but not with an intro from them. Yes, because I did. You I mean, that would have been great if I'd recorded that just in case. That was but, amazing. But Get him back. Know. Yeah. <laughs> hey guys, <laughs> just for eight minutes. <laughs> You can drive to West Hollywood, right? Hold these flags near the mic. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, uh, not getting right. any levels. So, um, uh, plugs? Anyone got any plugs? Anything you've you got coming up that oh, you would yeah. like to plug? We did a show called Joke Thieves uh, together the other night that Matt hosts at uh, Meltdown. And Amy uh, and her friend Bonnie, who have been staying here for the last couple of weeks, came to that show. And it wasn't a hugely attended show that night. It was sparsely attended. Uh, it's more fun when there's an o- enough of an audience to really swell behind the more improv elements of so it. So it's one of those nights where, um, to, to explain to people, and you explained this uh, on the podcast, but basically in the first half you've got four comedians. Uh, they're all just doing their set. And then in the second half you see those same four sets in the, uh, in, awesome. in the same order. But recreated by a one of the comedians who was on in the first half that they got paired yeah. with at the start of the, the show. The comics get paired up. So you were paired with Alice Weddle. Do I say oh, yeah. Weddle? Alice Weddleland, yeah. yeah. And okay. you do you do their act. Yeah. Yeah, and right. they do you off can, of, off you of can, what you that's You can so take funny. notes. Right. <laughs> and you can do an impersonation or you can uh, kind yeah. of do Make your own. on it. Alice or, is the first time I've seen someone do this show. Doing it fully in character because she. I mean, she went all in on the Australian accent. I will say because uh, firstly, uh, tell me who the other two Ryan, uh, who else Ryan was Connor on? Ryan Connor and, and uh, Stephen was. was Stephen? Oh, Stephen Wilbur was the other one. Stephen yes. Wilbur. So really uh, fun lineup of comedians. Uh, the girls like have not stopped talking about Stephen Wilbur all week. They oh, just were was very such. Funny. Big fans, like, and really tickled there. Has a very sort of surreal, you know, kind of out there sense of, you know, funny. Funny that you couldn't necessarily explain, but right. you know it's funny. You know, when right. you see it, you know it's funny, right. you know. And uh, Alice went – so I was on first doing my set. We got paired up together. And uh, I was on first doing my normal set. And then so the order went through in that in So that in the second half, Alice did your set before you did hers. Yeah. Right. So she gets up there. And she does as close to like it's it was the perfect. It's not a great Australian accent in that uh, it's you know if you were trying to pretend you're an Australian in Australia, people would not believe that was an Australian accent. Right. But it but the best comic accents aren't actual accents. Yeah. They're that tiny step away where right. it's almost spot on, like, but no, it's just turned just up a little bit. Like just this. turned up that little bit. <laughs> 
just a it little Australian accent. Spot on. Like spot on. <laughs> and never veered into like I have some things that you could kind of exaggerate or go with, but she had this kind of understated way of doing it. And then did a very like lovely kind of recreation of my set as well as that. And I was like, fuck you. <laughs> Like, what am I going to do? You know what I mean? Like, I can't do accents and shit. Like, this is unfair. But she was brilliant, I thought. I really enjoyed working with her. She And her set was really funny. So it gave, a me, talent. it gave me lots of stuff. You know, when someone's just funny, yeah. you're like, okay, I get the gist of that bit. I get the gist of that bit, you know. Which is what the show really is. It's like, oh, I got the gist of that. Right. <laughs> Here I go. It's funniest, I think, when people really are just giving the gist of... Right. And but there's moments, you know, if something happens in the audience or whatever, there's moments that you can recreate that are fun. But it's one of those shows that deserves a much bigger audience. I would honestly We're say we're going to be doing a Bridgetown, which oh, that's great, should be fun. Oh, speaking of which, if this comes out before Bridgetown, that if we're talking plugs. Go go to Bridgetown. This is coming out uh, today. Do you have Greek listeners as well? Uh, you know what? Greece. I don't check the stats, but I'm going to say yes. Okay, Athens and Thessaloniki in the. Th- Three weeks' time, I'm going to be there, and then I'm going to be at Glastonbury and then some other UK gigs. Do you know what? Melbourne, I believe, is the second biggest Greek city in the world. Outside Greece. No, I think it's like the third biggest Greek city in the world or something. Oh, like including Greece. Yeah, including Greece. Wow. So even if you're listening in Melbourne... Which you probably are. But you have Greek like heritage because it's such a big... and then But you have relatives back home... That's point. what you need to do. So you're not even necessarily talking to my, to my show. listeners in Greece. You're talking to my key Melbourne demo. I'm only doing a full... I haven't done this and for And I think a while. that's where we have the most listeners. You could really sell at these Greek shows I think it's through fine. word of mouth, just you know through what? Melbourne. That would be awesome. Yeah. If you do have... If you have friends or relatives in either Athens or... I hope I'm pronouncing this correctly, Thessaloniki. Well, first the thing you can do is correct him if it's yeah. wrong. Yeah, if he's wrong, you can say he got it right. Right. Yeah, uh, and yeah, send them my way. I'll be doing a full. I haven't done like a solo show in a while, and it's a festival, so I'm actually going to be doing like my hour, which God knows what it's going to be yet. But right, going to do that, and then that's the title of it, right? God yeah. knows God what knows. it's going to be yet. It's a... <laughs> so that's what most fringe, like yeah. most festivals, where you got to give the like yeah. Edinburgh, where you got to send in the title of the show six months before it exists. <laughs> what What have been the names of some of your shows that you have done previously? Uh, what have I done? My first one was Have You Seen This Boy? Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. Uh, and were you on a milk carton or like some sort of wanted I was sort like, of there was like, like poster? A, on the, the poster had me stood in front. There was like a poster within a poster. So there was like uh-huh. uh, there was like a Have You Seen This Boy like missing poster yeah, with sure. my face on it and me stood in front of it looking the other way. Oh, okay. That was the poster. Oh, look okay. at that. All right. That's got a double bit. Uh, what have, what else have what I else? done? There was like, there was Keep Smiling Matt, which I didn't like. That was like a, like thrown in and I, ah, fuck it, that'll do. Uh, there was Wide-Eyed. Okay, you yeah, sure. Uh, and there was, what was the, oh, Shorter Than Napoleon. That was my third show. Okay. <laughs> now, uh, it, was there a bit, a signature bit in the show about you being shorter than Napoleon? There was, but it was a much smaller bit than I thought it was going to be right. when I read <laughs> in the show. Well, that's an homage to Napoleon. Yeah. Right. Smaller than you thought. Yeah, shorter than the bit about Napoleon I thought was going to be in this show. <laughs> yeah. This bit's shorter than Napoleon. <laughs> Uh, and but uh, everyone, everyone who was at that show left with a badge that either said "I'm taller than Napoleon" or "I'm shorter than Napoleon," <laughs> <laughs> or "I'm they, Napoleon." Yeah. Do they really? Yeah, yeah, I do. Okay, like, I got badges made for that one. I like the badge era. Buttons yeah. for the American listeners. Yeah. yeah, pin badge. Yeah, there was a lot of pin badge era. There was a lot of pin badging comedy for a while. Right? There was. It was a big thing in Edinburgh because because it's sort of people right. love getting a thing. Yeah, and then people walk around with your badges and it's free advertising. So I, 
people go, like, oh, you've got a badge that says I'm shorter than Napoleon or I'm taller than Napoleon. Why are you crazy you or that? did you see a show? Yeah. I'm crazy. <laughs> and then they go, like, what was the show like? And they go, well, a bit underwritten, but. Right. I felt like the Napoleon bit wasn't quite as big as the Shorter than I thought. Honest, but yeah. Is that some meta thing? I don't know. No, I think he just named the show too early. So. Yeah, I mean, he was very wide-eyed. Why didn't he concentrate on that? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Gareth, do you have anything? Uh, uh, yes, the I'll be at... Uh, podcast, Point versus Point. Yes, you can podcast. listen to Point versus Probably Point. Probably Science. That's uh, podcast. You can listen to The Dollop. I'll be in Appleton, Wisconsin, headlining the Skyline Comedy Club June 10th and 11th. And then I'll be at the Ice House in Pasadena on June 23rd. Nice. Oh, yeah. Listen to Probably Science also. And also, I'm going to be at Flappers headlining this weekend. Oh, nice you're one. in Burbank. Or near Burbank. You mean this coming weekend or the next weekend? As in two days' time. Okay. Will this get out by then? Yeah, it's coming out today. Oh well, then I'll be at uh, <laughs> then I'll be at the ice this, house because this is the intro to remember. So oh that, right, yeah. I, sometimes so I feel is, like the intro is a podcast. Right. I'm not gonna lie. I know. Uh, I'll be, well, this is this is the one for the people like literally because people sometimes people skip the intro. Right. So the minute we got into this, I was like, "Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you." This is a whole other podcast. Uh, you skipped you fuckers. The comedy store June first. <laughs> if you've just tuned in, welcome. welcome <laughs> to the podcast. I would love to have you. Welcome aboard. <laughs> June 1st, I'll be at the Comedy Store at 10 p.m. And then June 2nd, I'll be at Flappers in Burbank. There you go. Uh, was. Uh, your episode that is coming up, that's what I was looking up on this computer. Oh, yeah. Uh, your episode that is coming up, uh, which will be episode 251, it turns out. Uh, Actually, it won't. I'm going to flip those. It'll sure. be episode 252 because you will have been on 200. Anyway, whatever. Right. This is an admin. Peeling back the This curtain. is the sort of stuff that people this don't is, want to hear about. This is, but I'm this telling is the you interesting anyway. behind the scenes of Tofa. Right. Uh, and so, Tofa. Well, it's for the 250th. Some yeah. reflections on the actual art of podcasting. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So uh, time to look back. <laughs> uh, Fofop uh, 251. Well, you know what we should do? Maybe, I think for, the, for our episode is we should be stuck in a cabin somewhere and reminisce about previous episodes and then you can just play clips. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, look, somebody, like that time we played the clips? <laughs> somebody suggested that, honestly. Somebody was like, oh, you should do a clip show. And I was like, yeah, okay, you should donate $700 to the Patreon. <laughs> you should get the new garage band in my computer. Right. Yeah, seriously. You think I know how to go back and find good bits of this show? <laughs> you... I can't even listen. Hours of I can't have even no li- idea what episode. Be like, I've, I don't remember what the fuck we talked about. I've only heard about twenty episodes of the five hundred <laughs> stupid podcast. I'm like, I was there. I'm not listening back. That's how I feel, <laughs> right? Oh, Nick yeah. Duty and I at one point started writing, and then uh, we got way late. But we were trying to write a sitcom. Where ha- every that episode... means uh, they, they had a lot of sex for our American listeners. Yeah. Yes, we got way way, way late. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's and they uh, got badges. Yeah. for it. Yeah, or oh, buttons. Sorry, buttons. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we were rewriting a sitcom where every episode was a clip show for a show that doesn't exist. Oh, that's oh. so funny. Yeah, that's uh, great. We should really revisit it. You should. We had, we had episodes plotted out. I mean, that's a very funny Like you guys idea. are all aged up. Yeah. You've been well, the doing trouble, it for 15 years. The trouble with that, as far as making it, is every episode requires different characters and sets. But we were thinking like it would be the same people in every... Even though oh, so you would change have, like, the, the sitcom title and theme per show, and every show would be a retrospective. So on how, a, that's really funny. Yeah, but that's a, it's a lot of work, but I think it could be really fun. Yeah, I'll steal it. Or, cool. What? Uh, well, that's like, we, we've said it now on a podcast, that's like copyright, right? Yeah, copyright. Yeah. Yep. It's like mailing it to yourself. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Fofop uh, 252, it will be. Uh, the title, mm-hmm. so to, just to see if this uh, sparks anything in your memory. My guess is it's not going to because uh, of other things we sparked. Dinner for two with old mate. 
<laughs> what? No. <laughs> no. Nothing. No. Well, nothing. that hopefully will make sense. Nothing. That will hopefully make a lot of Dinner sense for in the two episode. With all the yeah. Uh, the title of the episode we're introducing, I already have that. Um, and if you want to speculate on what the topic might have been, uh, I'm happy to hear that speculation. It'll be interesting to see if it pays off. But the episode is called There's a Book That Explains That. Um, oh, was it um, Was it that Gareth finally heard the word encyclopedia? <laughs> yeah, was that it? <laughs> Matt. I like it. I like it. That's Wait, good. is that our episode? No, that's the oh. episode. This is the one we're introducing. Right, right now. okay. We haven't done our episode. No, I thought you meant our other oh, episode. Oh, this no. is oh, so the book that the book that explains that For is the episode that we're now introing. Yeah, that we're with, now introing. With Dave and Welcome to Fofoc 250 Part One. Uh, with Dave Anthony that. and uh, Jen Kirkman. Oh, is it's it titled be- There's a Book That Explains That. They're both really into a Christianity, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. So it's the They're Bible. Huge. Yeah, you know what? Spoilers! It is the Bible. Oh yeah, <laughs> but, so good. And yeah, see, there is a book that explains that. Anyway, that won't ruin anything. Oh, I won't need to edit that see, out. See, I nearly went with my camp. Yeah, that, <laughs> oh, that would have been a funnier offer and a bigger payoff with the Bible. Let's just edit. No, I'm no, I'm not going to edit. That's They're the one thing. Sort of a struggle story. Yeah. Just edit yourself by pretending to forget one of the sentences. Yeah. <laughs> For anyone who came in late, you're just like, why is Matt Kirshen shouting Mein Kampf? Yeah, Matt seems obsessed with Napoleon and Hitler suddenly. Right. Am I crazy? That's weird. Uh, all right. Uh, Just like strong, powerful figures. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you uh, for being on the, uh, the intro, intro to the podcast. Yes. Our Thank first you. ever mi- uh, mini sort of yeah. intro to the podcast. Yeah. podcast. yeah. So now, if you uh, like this, uh, Matt and I will be appearing on the next episode. Yeah. But in the meantime, listen to some twats. Yeah. <laughs> The following episode of Fofop is classified M.A. It contains some coarse language, some nudity, drug references, a sex scene, time travel, terrible Batman impersonations, a Charlie Clausen pronounced Clausen-shaped hole, and mild coarse language. Fofop advises that the program is not suitable for persons under the age of 15, and minors must be accompanied by an adult guardian or priest. This is John Deke speaking. Everyone relax. This is Tofa. Ironically, I'm not relaxed. <laughs> Rock, seriously, like he messaged me. He, I get these random messages out of the blue from Ronnie Chang in the middle, of, like on Twitter, direct messages on Twitter, and it's always like, "Will." I have design. I can't do the voice. It's racist. Yeah, yeah. But um, it's always like, uh, Will, um, I have designed a new website for you. Can I do your website? Or it's uh, like, yeah, seriously. Or you'll just hit me up to tell me that like a link on my website isn't working. <laughs> or explain to me that my dates are out of date and they should be on my website. I he's want obsessed. Him to do that for me. Right? Is he just obsessed with you or he's obsessed with helping people? I think he's obsessed with imperfection. I think he looks at it as a real flaw in sort of my world. Yeah, and yeah. it kind of like, he's just like, I, you would have had this in the early day of podcasting. There's a point where the quality of your sound, because we're idiots who don't know about sound, we're people who knew about talking and mm-hmm. suddenly we needed to know about sound because we couldn't afford someone to be an expert. Oh, yeah. I know exactly that. But there was always a point where yeah. one of your listeners went, fuck it, I'll just fix it for free. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. I I think that's what he's like. Got it. Got with it. With my world. Anyway, yeah. 
Yeah. So plus, once he knows that you make mistakes, then he's checking on you all the time. Well, uh, well, and he does know I made mistakes because uh, uh, we should just start. Uh, hello and welcome to Fofo. Oh, we're on. Okay, I didn't know. Hel- well, I mean, we're on I- the air. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Callers, we're on the air. Give us a call now. It's the big uh, live 250th special here in my apartment. You can come call me through on my phone right now. Dave's just dropped his glasses comically into the microphone. It's a real slapstick start from Anthony today. And uh, That'll be uh, on the video later. Uh, yeah, Thank yes. God you don't video stuff. This is episode 250 of uh, Fofop, uh, my uh, podcast that should not exist. Uh, every week on the podcast, I welcome people uh, in to be guest Charlie Clausen's because Charlie and Clausen and I had another podcast called Tofop. Uh, then he went away to home and away uh, and couldn't do podcasts anymore. Uh, and so I had to start a new one, Fofop. This is it. Uh, now there are 250 of them. And now he's fucking come back to podcasting. So now I still have that one as well. And my life is a fucking nightmare. Well, then you have another one. Anyway, uh, look, I have two others. Let's not get bogged There's down in two my. More? Yeah, he does a football one. I do a football one oh, as well. Geez, that's I a know. Lot. I have an imaginary radio station, like four different shows. <laughs> You're like Adam Carolla uh, of yeah. Australia. That I tweet am. that you retweeted the other day about the guy who just said, you guys were idiots or something right it was so great i mean it was the best like this guy got really mad at our football podcast our song talks about how terrible we are we, it's not we're not meant to be experts yeah. we're idiots talking like we're talking about football normal people talk who don't know in the way that we talk Jesus. about batman on like tofop like yeah. that's all we're doing we're passionate fans and some guy got really mad that we weren't like sticking to the facts and stuff like really mad and then just that, that thing where he was like a couple of infants could do better and I was like, technically, they really couldn't. They could not. He's yeah. absolutely I, wrong I, I about got, that. I really have to disagree. with You've you. You've overreached. No. You, maybe one infant. Maybe your your kid when he was baby, but two two, two is two? a lot. No, way. what's an infant? <laughs> one would always be the stronger one. I mean, I think an infant's up to one, right? Yeah, but like a, a one year old maybe can talk, but a one year old can't. Yeah, but can't. He's not going to give him the facts this guy wants. Right. This is. I mean, maybe this is like a new Nerdist project. Are we suggesting something for Nerdist? I can imagine them I having a podcast are. between but two the, toddlers. The infants would have to be... Uh, <laughs> yeah, toddlers talking about like toddler TV nerdy shows. They'd have to be mm-hmm. girls because boys are stupid uh, and they're... They're too physical they at that age. They don't catch up to girls for a long time. So girls are really good with language when they're young. So it'd have to be girls. Maybe we could call it Boys Are Stupid. <laughs> right? <laughs> This, that's a good name for the show. Like if you the want podcast. the two toddlers to get rape and death threats, but you can't call it boys are stupid. Why don't we call rape sensitive. and death threats for babies? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like that'll be funny segment, right? When they do babies read the rape and death threats they got. <laughs> funny tweets. Toddlers, oh my God. toddlers read let's rape have, tweets. Let's get toddlers <laughs> to read all the tweets that people have been sending you. <laughs> Too awful. Kids read the darndest things. Oh my god, that would be amazing. Kids read the darndest things. So here's what. What if they? What if all the kids that were on Cosby's show had to read his, had to read the testimony from all the women? (laughs) (laughs) And that's what kids Kids read the darndest darndest things. (laughs) He put. Oh. A pill in my coffee, and I said I was doing at Beverly Johnson. I mean, this is a good show, but every story ends exactly the same way. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers, but there's going to be a pill in a coffee. I know you like this. Hugh Hefner is a monster coming. Like his name's coming up in all the testimony stuff. Oh well, because what? I mean, because he, hang on, what? He Hugh was com- Hefner. <laughs> Cosby, the guy at the house. Hang on, the guy who lives in the house it's of gonna, horse? It's going to yeah. come out that, that he, he killed a woman. I mean, come on. Wait, that's... 
Oh wait, I think you did tell me that once, but I don't. I don't. Alle- allegedly, I'll say that. Yeah. But they, Do you know that she was dead? It was yeah. myxomatosis. They, they took a allegedly. They, they, they took a myxomatosis is the thing that killed rabbits. Anyway, oh, whatever. It's like, a really good joke. That's actually like if that guy wants facts. He should listen to this. Yeah. Um, so a woman died and they took her out under the underground thing. Allegedly, they took her out. Uh, she, he OD'd her and they took her out the back and put her in an ambulance and took took her off that. But somebody officially but that was died from there. someone who was there who watched But it. was it just like one of those casino things where they have a shoot? You know, most casinos just have a shoot. <laughs> like it. a person shoot. You know this, right? No. You know those money slots they have at casinos where you yeah. put the money in the thing and it just like shoots up into the whatever. They've got one for bodies. Yeah, for bodies. Yeah, you do that with Playmates. It's like... I don't doubt <laughs> Or the ones who didn't like, make it's it. Like, it's like Cool Runnings but in a tube. It's a lot like Cool yeah. Runnings. So wait, <laughs> and I know this is the most boring question. So she died. They admit someone died there, yeah. or no? They, it was like Disneyland. They're like, no, she died no, in the hospital, like but Disneyland. she was there earlier. They, they got her out of there. And oh, you can't die on the prem. Oh, yeah, right. You can't die on the in the Playboy unless mansion. it's of like a yeast infection. But you cannot die of a pill. Although the whole bottom of the grotto is filled with <laughs> yeah. human bones. <laughs> yeah, but I mean that's just old people who drown. That's right? how the expression boning came about. Came about of sex because it used to actually be like, a lot of the time it was just a bone. Just women sticking bones in their pussies right. in the grotto because sex with them was so unfulfilling, and then they'd right. be like, "I have some." I am so. Well, the other thing, thing is, he would so hot right now. <laughs> he would only invite. He would only invite guys who made him look young and virile. So it was mostly just bones, <laughs> mostly just skeletons and stuff like, or people who were about to die. I really like, wish this was a video podcast because you have two bones, have bones and a skeleton on the table. Yeah, it's true. There is like. Yeah. I've never really noticed this before. Have you ever seen Hugh Hefner in person? No, I haven't been lucky. I was doing a show, uh, some sort of benefit at uh, the Laugh Factory, and he came with his wife, and he was sitting there, and and it was just so gross because he's so fucking old and she's so young. And then he like reached over and put his hand on her leg, like right, you know, down near mm. the vagina, oh. and was like rubbing her a little bit. And I was just like, Jesus Christ! This Not is at the worst a thing comedy. Ever... It was just—he's just so old. I mean, to be honest, gross. I think that's just it's one of so those gross. exercises like you meant to do on a plane, so his blood just keeps going through his body. He probably just has to like move his hand, or he has a stroke. He probably because right. he can't feel his leg. Yeah. He thought he was rubbing his own, own leg, leg to provide. I feel weird. <laughs> God, I'm really, my my thighs are so tight. (laughs) That's how he talks. (laughs) A lot of people don't know, but in real life. Well, I used to root for him, but now I don't. Do you? I used to defend him like, so what? People have sex and he's a little bit of a creep, but whatever. And he's good with gay rights and he's a cool dude and whatever. But then it passed a certain age, right? Yeah. He passed an age where it became really. Well, then I read all this stuff about him and I'm like, oh, of course someone like that isn't not a creep yeah. because one of the girls wrote a book and, and then, you know, everyone's screaming at her. You're the one that did it. You stupid whore. But it's, she was like, no, no, it wasn't like a fun guy who fucks a lot. It was abusive and strange and I right. couldn't get right. out you're, for a while. It's like a brothel. Yeah. And he's mean to them and or a cult. really weird about germs. But a cult where you're paying a people cult. to be there. All right. A cult brothel. Yeah. Right. So I was like, oh, it doesn't, it's not the, I thought maybe all the girls were just having sex and he would watch, but I didn't know he would make them do stuff to him and, like he would insult yeah, you had their to bodies. Fuck him, like, right? yeah, a, there was a roster or something. And like I every think. night, yeah. it was like then one person would blow him, then someone else would do this, and then like he'd get on them for being thin, and then I mean for not being thin enough, and then get in the bath and wash it out, you know, all that kind of stuff. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Jesus. Oh, right. wash well, it out. I mean, again, what? Yeah, wash it out. <laughs> wash oh, it out. That's nice. Wash out the half. <laughs> 
No, wash out before he does oh, wash anything. Wash out too. pre. Yeah. And, I, then, and I, then the heft goes in, and then you're like, no, you keep that in you. <laughs> I wonder how many abortions he paid for. Uh, like, does I'm, he just have an a, like a like a, a rotating? Uh, See, it's choice. That's clinic? nice. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. But he'd have like one of those cards you get like at Boost Juice or a coffee place where like he'd been in enough times he gets a couple of free ones. You know. You would think he would want women his own age. That's the beauty as you get older, right? Is you don't have to worry about pregnancy. Oh, right. Right? right. So you sh- he should have had a house of like menopausal women and he could have just fucked without a condom and Yeah. I mean, I think we fine. all I think we all would have loved it if the Playboy <laughs> Mansion had turned into like a like an orgy-style Golden Girls episode. Well, they would still be 30 what, years younger than him. If you just yeah, had some 55-year-old right. women, he's 80 something. They're still crying. <laughs> While it happens, yeah. Well, I now because they're more dry than ever, yeah. they need. <laughs> they're not more dry than ever. <laughs> I wonder what the oldest woman he's had sex with is. I bet oh. it's forty. You think it's forty? I bet it's younger. I feel like in the seventies, some forty-year-olds got through. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know though. They were crazy days. No, because people in the seventies actually looked forty. I'm going to take that back. Yeah, but I mean, there were some crazy, you know, parties there back in the day, right? Yeah. Like I mean, but that's the thing about any type of crazy party that we've always got to realize is anytime like that something seems like it's like that episode of The Simpsons where like uh, uh, Itchy and Scratchy Land or wherever it is that it's New Year's Eve every day, and the guy's just like, "Kill me." Yeah. Kill me. Because right. you're like, that's what it's got to be like. It's like anytime that you're in some situation where like, man, this is like a fucked up crazy party. There are a lot of fucked up crazy people there. It does there. get yeah. boring, I yeah. imagine. But also the people who are there all the time are just fucked up and crazy. Yeah, yeah totally. sad and weird. Right. That's and why I've been to like three parties party. in my life and they were all pretty similar. And I was like, I can't do this anymore. It's too too much the same. Hey, what was the what was the biggest party you've ever been to? Like showbiz Hollywood, I should not be here. What the fuck is going That's on almost here? almost every Hollywood party I've ever been. That's right. everything I go to even with friends of mine. Right. Um, and then no, I think it was probably that you can talk about anyway. It doesn't, you know, it I had a weird Thanksgiving with Jennifer Aniston and her husband. No, I, we all have. I mean, that feels like <laughs> but a it Gary was, Marshall it was, movie. But it was she and him were the left out ones. It was it was when I was working for Chelsea Handler. It was uh-huh. all her dirtbag writers and like friends oh. that weren't famous. And then Jen and Justin were there. And I'm sure they were like, this is nice. <laughs> like they were <laughs> being so polite. So that was like a reverse. And then I got to go to an SNL party. Um, oh, I've been to some of those. Years ago. Yeah. And I, I went as Ben Stiller's guest when he was hosting because uh-huh. he wanted to meet me. Did I ever tell you this story? It's no. a story I've told on podcasts before. Right. I think you might like it. Yeah. Can please. I tell it? Please. It's, the it's two- a classic story. The thing I was going to mention was this is the 250th episode. So we're doing a two-parter because we couldn't get everybody together. Right. But like, this is why uh, Dave is making his 73rd appearance as a guest Charlie Hi. on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. It's our own separate podcast, really. And Jen is making her 12th. And Dave thought that was Just a bit 12? low. Yeah. But you guys no. talk, But you guys talk for four hours an episode. Yeah. So it's actually So like technically it's about 60. Yeah. I don't if, think it's only 12. If I cut them down, there's a lot of three-hour ones. <laughs> like I it really could have put out a trilogy each time we chatted. That's true. Plus, we've you're done like, philosophy as well. You're like the Lord of the Rings guest. <laughs> right. Um, Your pillow fell down. Tell, tell me about uh, Ben. Okay, I'll do it really quick. So when I was living in Boston, just started comedy, year one of comedy. Um, obviously not funny at all. And uh, But my I, this manager found me. She lived in New York. Terrible manager. She's a ridiculous person. And she said... 
I'm going to fly to New York and put you up at Caroline's with uh, Laura Keitlinger and uh, Janine Garofalo. You're going to do a gig. And she got me a spot. So I was oh like, great. God. And so I had to, f- I don't know why I just didn't take the Amtrak, but I flew in. And at, back then I had a terrible fear of flying and I would not understand how much of my clot had been to take. And I would take enough that, oh my God. that I could fly to like Europe and be asleep. So it would take a, a lot on a 45 minute flight. But I get off and I feel fine. And I go to the club and I start drinking like an asshole. Oh. <laughs> so now I'm like thinking, I'm, but I'm like, you know, Laura Keitlinger's talking about how she just, her years at Saturday Night Live and how bad it was. And I'm like, totally mad, like as if I know anything right. about anything. And I'm now I'm in a blackout and now I don't remember my set. And I went over the light by eight minutes or so. Oh so I did 15 God. instead of like seven or whatever. Uh. I don't remember any of this. And my manager also represents Amy Stiller, Ben's sister. Uh-huh. No, she's not my manager anymore. I, Obviously, that only lasted a few months. But Ben was there, and something about Mary was just about to come out. And so he was famous, but not big, big, big uh-huh. yet. So you could still go to Caroline's, or I don't even know why he went. And he fell in love with what I did, which well, I will... friends with Janine. Oh, right. Yeah. Which will... When I say he fell in love with it, I did not a brag. You'll hear why later. The... <clears throat> so I sit down. Amy's like, my brother just left. He loves you. He wants to like develop with you. And ha-. and I'm like, I didn't even know who he was. I'd never seen the Ben Stiller show. I didn't know anything. Yeah. And so she's like, he wants you to be a guest. At, he's hosting Saturday Night Live. And I was like, oh. And I was like, I can't fly again because of that. Right. So I have to take the Amtrak. And there was only like one train that day. I don't know, whatever. So I couldn't get there until after the taping. I don't know why I didn't just, <laughs> I didn't have any money. I couldn't stay in a hotel right. the night before me. It was I was right. an idiot. This is Something. like 21 years old. Yeah. So I get to the party. You'll be like, I'll go to Saturday Night Live Hapes. It'll you know be what? fine. I can't make the show. I can make the party. <laughs> right. That's exciting. Like, what an asshole. Saturday Night Live and your first year comedy, right? Yeah. Can't make the ben, show. Ben, the, I mean, guess, hey, the host wants me hey, as his guest. The host would like you to come and see the biggest icon comedy show in America. But you know what? If you can just make the party, that'd be fine. I you guess, know what, though? Well. This is going to happen all the time. But, so. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> I mean, I'm sure. I'm, <laughs> Do you know no one has ever stopped me on that part of the story before? And I realized, what an asshole! Why couldn't I have just like borrowed money from my parents and stayed in a hotel I Friday a night? Car. Oh, okay. I didn't drive on freeways back then. I was like a mess. I was okay. like an anxiety. It's fine. Mess. I'm sure Bruce Springsteen will invite you to be his guest when he guest hosts next week. It'll be fine. Well, I get there a little early. And so I go to a diner and I'm watching it on the TV. I'm like, oh, this, you know, looks yeah. funny or whatever. So you then could I could have been in there. Well, I could I have been in there. I'm watching it in a diner. I like the, the cool TV. people. <laughs> yeah. So I get in a cab and it's I go. It's one of those shows that I've always said to people. I said, oh, well, maybe it's funnier <laughs> in the room. And I could have been asking you a bit about that, but no. I've, I've been there. It's it was not. pretty it's funny. Not, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it couldn't be. I'd destroy those cameras if that's what they're doing to it. But anyway. <laughs> so I get in a cab and I go to the fancy party and there's paparazzi every time someone gets out of a car and then yeah. they see me and they turn around. We've all had that. I'm sure. I invited him with Gwen Stefani during. She looked at me and gave me a big smile, and I was like, "Fuck, we might be dating." (laughs) Did she think you were someone else? No, she just looked at me. She's just nice. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, we should totally go out." When was that? uh, I used to hang out at Saturday Night Live a lot. So ninety. Was this pre Gavin Ross style? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My uh, my girlfriend lived with the guy who booked the bands and the extras on Saturday Night Live, so I could go to Saturday Night Live whenever I wanted. That seems like a a lot of degrees to actually get to go. You know what I mean? Like that's nice of them. Oh yeah, and then I would go to all the parties and stuff. Yeah, it was you know. (sighs) 
But then you just feel like an asshole because you don't. It's like being at the Playboy Mansion too much. It, yeah, very much so. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Lorne Michaels has often had bodies removed <laughs> from that studio. He has a shoot as well. It's so many bodies. Just yeah. audience members killing themselves. If you, Why yeah, would if you, you try that? out and I don't. don't. That was just a joke. Yeah. Is, no, you, everyone, else, everyone else jumps off because they're like, Lorne Michaels might give me a job at some stage. Probably won't give me one. No, we're so too old. Now. I think we're fine. Oh, God. None he of would, us could get a he job. He would push me in traffic if he yeah. saw Yeah. <laughs> He would he he looks at us like Hugh Hefner. He's like, yeah, look how old they are. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. He's um. So I, I get there, and I'm sitting at a table with Amy and Ben and Brooke Shields. Of course you of are, course because you they're are. filming a movie together uh-huh. called Black or White. Do you remember that? No. no. She had dreadlocks. It was some like racial. You know, trying to I mean, this white sounds, people. I mean, it's it's like white people wanna... trying to tackle race yeah. issues, kind of I, movie. How could that Feel, not work? Feels like it would have been sensitively handled. <laughs> yes. Well, she had dreadlocks, so you know it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and and, and blackface, maybe. Blackface. No, she didn't have dreadlocks then. Actually, sorry, she said that she had had them. In oh, the just movie. for the record, uh, there's just been yet another blackface incident in Australia. Oh, come on. What does that yeah. keep happening? Oh, uh, way too many times. Like, well, here's here's how many t- times is too many. One, but like mm-hmm. also if. Maybe just one, you know what I mean? Like one, maybe you didn't know. Maybe you really right, thought right. that when you were going to that party dressed up as Kanye and Kim, that that was a tribute to Kanye and Kim because you love Kanye and Kim. Right. But once that's happened publicly and everybody in the country yeah. goes, oh, yeah, no, no. Then no, you should know. Then you should know. But unless you... But it the- happens like every... It happened on our biggest variety TV show with what? this thing called Hey Hey It's Saturday. This oh, is, God. Oh, boy. This is brilliant footage. I should show you at some stage because this show was this Saturday Night Variety institution, a bit like Saturday Night Live, but not the same style show, but in that sort of way that yeah. it, it wasn't great, but it was on for so long that everybody just knew it and kind of it became a part of your life. Whether you watched it or not, you knew like, everything that happened. Like Home and Away. Like Home and Away. <laughs> In Australia, sometimes we just like things because they've been on forever. <laughs> yeah, it's comforting. <laughs> it's like, that. Well, I won't change well, the channel. Thank it's you. It's always been there. That was good. good. It was yeah. like being in Australia. <laughs> I know. Yeah, well, just... you, you might be worse at accents than me. <laughs> oh, I don't think so. Oh, no, that was good. I did. Uh, he doesn't like any time I do one, no, even if I, I do it well. He will not tell me. My well, I mean, I have not heard you do it well. <laughs> so. I do the best Australian. Yeah. <laughs> That is spot on. That's our prime minister. Uh, that, is, that he's done there. Very. I, I did uh, joke thieves the other night at the show that Matt Kirsten hosts at uh, Meltdown. I, I don't know if you know the premise of this show, but four stand-ups in the first half do your set, so you do seven or eight minutes or whatever you, you know your set's meant to be, uh, and you are paired up by the audience at the start of the show. And so in the second half, you're allowed to take notes, but in the second half, you do the person you're paired up with set, and they do your set. Right, oh. so everybody on the show is doing a part. So there's four in the first half. The sets go and in the same order. You have to try order. to remember what they. You're said. allowed to take notes and stuff, yeah. but then it's your approximation and however you want to do that. And Alice uh, Wedeland, Wedeland, Wedeland. Do you know what? Her, her, she anyway. She's a. Oh, I feel like I'm. A, she's an LA comic. She's she's done Silicon Valley and a few other things. She's oh. very funny. Uh, she did this Australian accent when like 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 when she did it at the start, everyone like laughed a lot. But the way that she managed to then like recreate my set while the whole time doing this really that's quite spot on Australian accent. Spot on? Yeah. That's hard. It was it was pretty impressive. It was like one of those things where you're like, fuck. Wow. How does she know how to do that? I don't know. Some people are just really good at accents. Yeah, some Gareth, Gareth is great at yeah. accents. He's great at everything. I can't, any accent I do just becomes English. 
Right. Anyone I do. I could start trying to do a Japanese accent and I would be doing an English you one. You should do it. Mine Jackson, always end up words. French. Really? Yes. Yeah. I, I, like if I want to do like a terrorist accent, I don't even know what that is, but you know that generic <laughs> terrorist, terrorist, terrorist accent. <laughs> yeah. The most racist thing you've ever said. Yeah. Get down on the floor. <laughs> yeah, no, you know, so it always starts with like, uh, we have the bomb of it, and then it just gets into this. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> like. <laughs> immediately you like the bomb uh, we are al-Qaeda <laughs> I picture this character is also dressed like a woman he's shuffling his tits yeah yeah like it's like a oh, Benny Hill like, no, yeah. like uh, what? what was that show that it was set in uh, and it was called oh jeez you guys might not have even got this show but it was like uh, it was like a, one of those Are You Being Served style shows totally. but it was sent in the French Revolution and it was called Allo 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 right oh. and it was these <laughs> and it was a bawdy war comedy yeah and they were all, the Germans were always looking for the uh, the painting of the fallen Madonna with the big boobies and yeah. like yeah, that quality uh-huh. you know the British sophisticated yeah, that's humor. what they do yeah that and I, all the way up to Gervais what? Right. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Horrible. Okay, there we go. I love his work. I just don't like his stand up. Yeah. And I think that's okay to say. Stand- I mean, that he's trying to be uh, Stuart Lee. You're well, right. He is. I, I don't know. Well, he said that. Yeah, oh. But, yeah, but maybe also, don't say that out loud. No, don't say that out loud. But also, like, he tweeted the other. Anyway, Ricky Gervais is doing a lot better than I uh, am doing. But uh, I hate that excuse for not making fun of people. No, no, that's not an excuse because here it comes. Not an excuse. Oh, good. Okay, okay. <laughs> Don't. No, that's a. That's not an excuse. What, what do you call that? You call that like an like even a up cushion. Just oh, a okay. little, yeah, a little bit of spoonful of sugar before yeah. the medicine comes down. <laughs> yeah. What did he tweet? I'm offensive. He goes, yeah, it was literally one of those ones where he, he said, he goes, I've just. Uh, it's sort of a joke for my stand-up that uh, is the most off- – even I'd be offended by. Does that mean I should or shouldn't do it? And oh, he's like, like a 12-year-old. Uh, that's what I was like. I was like, does that mean you're in your first year of stand-up comedy yeah. and you just wow. like listen he to He did a look Bill like Hicks a dude at an open mic on on the Oscars. Like it was his beer like, oh, that's so wild. Like people are doing blow in the bathroom, you nerd. I'm, a, I'm offensive. <laughs> like, my, I'm going to beer. Here's what offensive people – like I, actually, um, you know, Patton Oswalt, who I, I'm not going to linger on the topic of Patton, but yeah, everyone knows what he's been going through. Yeah. I went and saw him do, uh, when I first came here, it was one of the most fun times of my life. You know this story, but mm-hmm. um, I had not met Patton before, but I had done Walking the Room as a guest and uh, my friend and I, just Justin Hamilton and I, oh, we, yeah. w- we went to see uh, Patton do a book reading at Book Soup uh, and he was doing a Q&A afterwards. And uh, I asked him, I said, what sort of comedy uh, don't you like? He said, is there any sort of comedy that you don't like? And he goes, I like to think that, you know, every, it, you know, there's a place for everything and there's, you know, good versions of everything. But there's one comedian that I just really hate, which is the one, he goes, the one who just turns the chair around the other way and sits on it and goes, <laughs> I'm dangerous. He said, mate, if you're dangerous, you don't need to tell us you're dangerous. <laughs> and I was Patton like. said, mate. Oh, well, he may, I may have had <laughs> you know, a debate Patton. in the story. Mate, yeah. if you're dangerous. <laughs> Right. If you're dangerous, you don't have to say you're dangerous. And I do think there's that oh, element so of like Ricky Gervais where you're just like, oh, yeah, we get it. Just be offensive. Yeah, just be you, yourself. If you want to be offensive, just it. be offensive. But you don't have to go, keep going, I'm being offensive. Yeah. It just doesn't. But it just means he's not comfortable doing it. He's trying to be something he's not and he's not comfortable being that. But also, yes. fucking, hey, Rick, we all know Jesus isn't real, mate. We I all know. know. That's Wait, what, what I mean. It's like... <laughs> 
What are we? What's he going was on? A, like everyone knows. He got carried knows, out of the Playboy like, Mansion. Like yeah, I mean, everyone knows about. Like I mean, either you believe that it's real despite every bit of evidence, and that's fine. You're yeah. allowed to do that. Well, you know what? It's if but, if you if you want to say Jesus isn't real, go to go to fucking Oklahoma and do that that bit. Really, I mean, really, you know. Yeah, you like you're doing it in LA, balls? mate. Uh, this podcast goes to Oklahoma. What are you talking about? <laughs> It's boycotting North Carolina. Uh, yeah, get, of, up, get up in front of the I fucking audience. I feel like we shouldn't entertain those places. Yeah. Wait, tell me why. Because they need hope. And I feel like it's also, you can do more good from the inside than that. I don't know. Like, let's say I had a gig somewhere where there was a bathroom thing. Like, what if I donated the money to a thing and then made my set about that? Which it wouldn't be because it wouldn't be funny. But... I don't know. I feel like it's not well, the people's fault. There's it's also, it, it, but Maria there's also ba- people there who right. aren't who aren't those people. Aren't those people? Yeah, exactly. And those and people also, need you most of all. What? And you also we we need to try to win those people back, right? Yeah, you got to be, be nice to them. I have this routine in my show about a prominent football racism thing that happened in Australia, and I did it in Perth on the last bit of the tour. And the venue I was playing was like a minute or two walking distance from the ground where this, like, you know, the thing that I was talking about in the show happened, yeah. right? And I was worried a little bit about taking it there because I'm like, there's going to be some people in the audience who really are not going to be on the side of this. But what I hadn't taken into account was it was also the place where people responded best to the material because there was a lot of people in that room Uh. who had been in the middle of the other argument being made but – hadn't been of that and we're finally like oh thank god yeah, that you're yeah. here in the middle of this yeah. saying those things that we thought but we couldn't have a voice in because that so i agree i was yeah. listening to uh jackie cation and uh laurie kilmartin's new podcast I love which it. is brilliant it yeah. is so good the, and what i love about it the most is that jackie cation who's like so sweet but she can like be dragged into a little like nasty Jackie's yep. own really yeah, quickly yeah. and she's so great at it. The other day when she was saying that she said that Louis probably shouldn't do an hour every year. I totally I agree. I do too. <laughs> but like she can say something like, anyway, I think yeah. it's a great podcast, but she was talking about how her and Maria were going to North Carolina and they had discussed what to do about the shows, whether they should not go there because yeah, of it or not. Uh, I've oh, that's sides. right. Yeah, that's I heard that. Maybe that's I, where I got the I right. agree with both sides of that argument. Right. Where it's like, I can get both of it. I get that. Yeah. Well, she I was get. saying that Maria's fans are running and you canceled, but we're all mentally ill and no one speaks for yeah. us. And like, we want to come. And she's like, oh, shit. But even uh, Scott Ackerman. We're all mentally ill is what the email said. <laughs> yeah. Scott Ackerman also made We've a We've got point. to get together, which is remarkable <laughs> for us because we are all mentally ill. <laughs> but Scott Ackerman made a good point, which was, you know, they did a show. They did comedy Bang Bang there and people were getting on him for doing it. And he's like, yeah, but there's. There's people there who don't agree with it, a lot of them. And what are you doing to them if you're starving them of, you know, you can address it in different ways when you're I'd be amazed that there's much crossover to in the comedy bang bang audience and the people who don't think that transgender people should be able to use bathroom. Because those people need to be inspired so they can get the fuck out of the town. They need to see that you can make stuff and move. Right, and that not everybody shares the thing that they're hearing at work every day or the right. thing that's being you know, rammed down When they might not be able to places. say it out loud at work. They might have to pretend they agree. Uh, yeah. Okay, he, uh, I want to tell you about this because we just mentioned religion. And, uh, uh, and there's an Australian who's making some big waves in the US. Uh, he's been described as an evangelist, an inspiration, a creationist, a Christian apologetic, dangerous religious fanatic, a science denier, and the Australian Noah. Ken Ham... Used to be what a is that Noah's way, Ark? Yeah, 
as in the Ark. Ken Ham, by the way, could be the Aussiest name of all time. My name's Ken Ham. What's his nickname, though? Hammy. Hammy. I knew it was. Hammo. (laughs) Hammo. Actually, Hammy doesn't seem nicknamey enough. No, it'd it'd, it'd be Porco. I don't have an Australian nickname. No. Kirko. Kirko, yeah. (laughs) Oh, it's so fucking annoying. What about Kirky? What about Kirky? People call me Kirky in America. Yeah, Kirky. Hey, Kirky. Quirky Kirky. (laughs) So annoying. I don't like nicknames. But don't call me Jenny either. No. No? Don't be fooled. My friends in America call me Kirksey. They do not. They yes, they shouldn't. do. No, that's, My New York that's friends. like when the new kid Maybe comes sh- to school and goes, at my old school, they used to call me I wicked. swear to God. No, by New York friends, are you talking about like Stiller and... Yeah. Oh, wait, wait. Hang on. Can I just tell you how this ended? Oh, really yeah. Quick? yeah. We were going to get You back ended there, up getting dreadlocks. It. No, okay, it's really quick because no. you just have to feel the pain right. and look at me differently throughout this episode. We Brooke assumes I'm probably someone important or that she's trying to like be in his life. They're newly friends. Uh-huh. And she's like... Oh, um, and I had a shaved head because I Shit, tried what? to get a pixie cut and it didn't look good. Uh-huh. So this hairdresser uh-huh. was like, shave it and just go with it. And so I had that. I was holy fuck. It was not totally Sinead O'Connor shave, but it was a buzz cut. Like they must teach that, by the way, as an emergency thing in hairdresser yeah. school. Yeah, let's just, just shave it and just shave it and go. And with then it. I left like a little. P- it was awful. And she goes, she points at my head and goes movie role and then <laughs> she, she points at her hair she's like i'm growing mine out too from something and i go oh no this is just my hair and she goes oh <sighs> and then ben goes jen's an amazing actress i'm like what's he talking about and so then uh she's like oh and he's like yeah i want to work with her um so i asked her to come and whatever and i'm like so exciting so right. then we leave the area he goes she has to leave he talks to her and he takes me aside he goes all right so i'm about to have to do all my schmoozing and whatever but here's the deal like I'll give you my number. I'll give you He goes, do you live in LA? I go, no, here. And he's like, okay, well, you can come to LA. He goes, I just think what you did was so fucking ballsy at Caroline's. And I'm like, I don't know what I did. And he's like, the only thing I would say is I can tell that you're a great actress who can do characters and I'd love to develop with you. But that character of I'm a loser, I'm a comic, why am I bombing? He's like, that's a little inside baseball. You might want to, but that character could be someone else. She works at a store. She's a teacher. I'm like, I'm like, what? And he goes, yeah, I mean, the fact that you committed to it and ran the light and then we're like, and we're like, fuck you people. Like, so I'm really funny, but I'm just not doing well. I live with my parents. Oh my God. And I was like, The moment in my life that shows I am not a winner is the moment I told Ben, oh, that wasn't a character. No, you didn't. I do live with my parents. And I have to be honest with you, I don't remember that set I was blacked out because I thought we were buds now. Oh, my God. Uh, So you you, use, because here's the thing. There's Uh, still a point here where a savvier person would have grabbed this opportunity and ran with it. That's correct. They would have said, yeah, yeah, I I totally. Yeah, I can can happy. I can, can, to be honest, that is the character I find easiest to replicate. So at this point in my career, being terrible, I can do that. Yeah, she can work in a shop. I I was so, that's just so not me to just be smart about anything like that. And so then he looked at me. And he looked so pissed. Oh. And he was like, <laughs> he literally looked like steam was coming out of his no. nose. He was like, okay. What? Well, um, good luck with everything. And uh, I had to go do my thing. I think Amy's around here somewhere. So Amy comes up to me and she's like, how did it go? How did it go? I'm like, awful. And I told her everything. She's like, okay, well, let's just get around him later. So we go to the after after party oh, at God. a very small apartment. Yep. And I get in the limo. Oh. next to Amy and he gets in and he sees me there and he's just like, Ugh. 
and he just is like blackberrying the whole time. He won't look at me. The people at the party are him, Will Ferrell, and like two other famous people and me. And I'm just standing at a cheese plate alone. And he will not like he made it very clear. Do not come over here. So I go outside by myself. And since I hadn't watched Saturday Night Live either that night or ever, I don't know that the guy outside is Jimmy Fallon uh, sitting by himself. Uh, so I go outside still with bravado. Yeah. And I go, do you have a cigarette? And he's like, no, I don't smoke. And I go, oh. And I go, do you, are you, like, I asked him what he does or something like that. He asked me what I do for a living. I go, oh, I'm a comedian. He goes, stand up? I go, yeah. I go, you? He goes, oh, I don't do stand up. And I go, oh. And then I start acting like, like I'm mansplaining him. Like oh, I'm, like he's never done it. I'm like, yeah, it's cool. You know, I'm here with Ben. And, whatever. and uh, so, this, is, this is a character for a TV. So I don't know he's Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. And he's like, uh, he's telling me the story. He's like, hey, you ever been in that building? And we're near like CBS Studios or something. He's like, one time I met Letterman and he took me behind the secret thing. We had a cigar. He's like, so I do smoke sometimes. I'm like, how'd you get to meet Letterman? Oh, God. Were you interning oh, or something? No. Were you interning or something, Jimmy Fallon, who just oh, did a big performance that night? And so I didn't he, say never, he never told me who <laughs> I call, he was. I caught a little bit of it. <laughs> never told you? He was so cool about it. So I go back inside. He must have been like that poor kid. And he saw me standing alone and they started playing music. And he was like, hey, come out and dance. So we danced like a Stevie Wonder song. And then I think Amy realized I was bothering people. And she's like, we should go. And so we (laughs) left. Oh, my God. (laughs) And so, uh, yeah, I've never. If I ever go on Fallon, which I won't. If if he'll stop with the ping pong long enough, I'll tell him that story. Well, that's, That's, that's. Isn't that that's how devastating? You that's how you should have known it was Jimmy Fallon because he was out there back arranging some giant beer pong. <laughs> so he was man. really quiet and contemplative and just. Here's uh, something that I do not enjoy about that oh. program, uh, which is I, you, I'm still I heard. And by the way, then Greg Barron told me one time he's like oh, yeah. he's like Ben and I are friends years ago. Yeah. Ben Ben has your album. He listened to it once. I'm like, what? I don't know. I don't know where he, he got that detail, but I've always. But he won't take a meeting with me or anything because I think he heard me tell this story on a podcast once. And I think he didn't appreciate it. But I'm not trying to make him look bad. I'm trying to make me look bad. No, right. you look bad. <laughs> I mean, he, he does. That the he best? does kind of look like an idiot, like as in yeah. that way that we are like he thought he was spotting some tremendous talent. He just was. He just was doing it early. Maybe that was like he had a premonition. Well, yeah. but the thing he is, was like is, one day you were opening for Janine, and that was when Janine would go up and eat it for forty five minutes and do her thing. And so he correlated. He's like, "Oh, we're opening for Janine." Ah, yeah. So it was he associated with what she did. I never put that ballsy. together. She's doing that anti comedy thing, thing that yeah yeah. yeah. I'm going to do my thing and fuck right. the audience. Yeah, I'll take I my notes. I'll, yeah. I also have to say, I, I don't have a problem with not recognizing celebrities. I've done it. I think it's fucking fine. Yeah. I was, I was at and the, I think for most of them, it's probably a great relief. Although I was at SF Sketchfest like two years ago, and, the, and I'm talking to this group of people, and this guy says something, and I go, oh, what do you do? And everyone's like, what the fuck? And I go, <laughs> I don't know. And he's like, what do you mean? And I go, what do you, are you in a sketch group? He's like... I'm on Big Bang Theory, and I'm like, why okay. would you know that? Yeah. Like, I've never fucking seen your stupid show. I mean, like, it's the biggest show in the world, but I would not be able to name it. I know one of the like, guys yeah. because I knew him before he was on it. Right. Everyone else, I don't know their face. Why the fuck would I know about I that? I think show? one of them's called Sheldon. That's might have been, and that's a guess. That'd be my, uh, yeah, but that'll yeah. do, right? But everyone, that's was, my one thing I know about. It's not it. like it was fucking uh, Harrison Ford. 
Right, everyone's acting like I'm an asshole. That is a big show, though. Like for it's one of those things that is like because it is it's the biggest show in the world or something ridiculous like that. In the way that NCIS is and Baywatch was, and you know all those sort of yeah. But I wouldn't recognize someone from NCIS either. No, I wouldn't. I mean, LL Cool J is on that, right? No, uh, that's NCIS LA, I think. Oh, that's the only one. Yeah, Ice T's on Law and Order. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I guess I'm racist. I, uh, yeah. No, yeah, against TV procedural dramas. <laughs> they all look the same to you. Couldn't tell. CSI, Law and Order, They NCIS. actually do, but I don't watch them. That's why they do. I do I do a iced a tea impression from uh, Law and Order. You do? Only you do, you do oh, an do impression it. of iced yeah. tea? It, do you does, need a setup? Do you need what, me to no, set something up? it's what he does up? in almost every episode. Right. Ready? Yeah. It ain't about that. <laughs> You know what? That is pretty good. That's so good. That Do you is know what people good. always say in movies, but I've never said in a fight in real life? That's so unfair. What does it even mean? Do you notice that? Every scene when a couple is fighting. Oh, yeah, they do say that. In, that doesn't oh, even make sense. That. I've never said that in a fight. With no, a, that's with so a, unfair. It doesn't even make sense. That is sense. so unfair. Yeah, because that's movies are in fantasy land where pe- things are meant to be fair and not fair, whereas the rest of us live in life where we realize that it's just a random lottery of unfairness and fairness. Yeah. God. Someone, someone. Just depress uh, me. Yeah. This is the new direction for the podcast. <laughs> You're just like, yeah, because shit's <laughs> fucked up bad. Right. I'm the new Ricky Gervais. Hey, am so, I, what? Am I being too offensive for you? No, you're just being too depressing. And then he keeps going. Yeah. They, they, yeah. I, I, I ruined your real. religious thing. Hang on. I'm just going to reheat the water. I'm coming back. Oh, okay. Yeah, of course. Yeah. All right. Well, there's we another two of us here. We can actually keep talking technically. Yeah. It's fine. Um, okay. So, uh, well, firstly, I was going to tell you about the blackface thing, but let's get back to blackface. Um, <laughs> back, let's you know, back, my, yeah. You know my favorite ACDC song, Back to back Blackface. Yeah. Um, <laughs> By the way, please just stop, ACDC. Why? You can't, you can't keep going when, you're, when your band is like one guy's in jail for murder and another guy doesn't know what a guitar is anymore. Like the whole, it's just Right, fucking, and, and the lead singer's deaf. I mean... Why do you need help with this? Uh, okay, with the stove? Yeah. Okay, well, why don't you come back here and tag in and talk to Dave and I'll heat up the water. <laughs> there you go. That's fine. We can do it that way. That's, that's I tried fine. all four burners and... Uh, I can it, smell the gas, but it never oh, clicked cool. on. No, yeah. if you smell the gas, it's all fine. <laughs> yeah, we had a major gas leak uh, at, at our house. Should, in- I'm supposed to light a match, right? Yeah, immediately. Just let it run for a bit and then light a match. Just from here, it should work. It'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. I turned them off. Yeah. Oh, no, don't do that. Keep them on. <laughs> you you, you want to have a sleep, right? You said you want to <laughs> yeah, have a little I'm nap? Yeah, this okay, cool. <laughs> this is the new direction for the podcast. Well, you had a gas leak here? Uh, no, in Sydney, but didn't know about it for like a week. And it was like what? a major one, like old pipes in the house. Holy shit. And like one night, Justin and I were walking by, like it was New Year's Eve and we were going down to watch the fireworks. And uh, maybe we've been smoking some pot. Yeah. And we walked by like the, the gas leak that we didn't know was a gas leak. And then we're like, wow, this pot's really strong. <laughs> and we're like tripping a little bit. And we're like, we thought it was the weed. We thought we were, like, oh, the oh. smell. Right. But it was just like walking through the gas. Oh. Yeah. So, Holy shit. I mean, Lit yourselves on fire, right? Yeah, especially have, with yeah. the pot smoking. Yeah, that totally. That's why people shouldn't smoke pot. Yes, There's other and that's the message of this podcast. <laughs> this podcast, by the way, you are on something that literally would not exist if I did not smoke pot. Oh no, I'm totally yeah. kidding. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I'm going to go and uh, heat up your water. Yeah. I, I think <laughs> Jesus, I think. <laughs> Jen's having a baby on the podcast. That's the special <laughs> thing we're doing. I'm gonna, Dave, you grab some towels. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to heat up the water and I believe that's all we need to deliver a baby. It's it's what Hollywood taught me. So anyway, all right, you guys chat. You're very nice. Sorry about that. Now I'm familiar with your comedy. You you do want a baby, right? Is that... 
I, if it happens, I will absolutely have it. I am no one should so, have a baby because the world is dying. Well, that's what I was going to ask you. How do you not square that, but like, do you feel sad for him or do you think like he'll have enough of a life? It's very, it's very uh, confusing at this point because we are in America. Um, so we do look, people are going to start dying massively this year. Because of You're climate see change, millions yeah. die in Africa this year, mm -hmm. probably. Right, it's not going to come around to us for a little bit, <sighs> well, but it coming. will affect us I mean, very Africa, soon. Rain has stopped in a lot of Africa, and there are fifty million people who are about to start. And I listened to you on some podcasts where you knew a lot about the weather. Yeah, you I, mean, I studied that in college. So, so I was like, oh my God, it's happening sooner than we thought. It's not only happening sooner than I thought. But Every do you have a kid against model. all hope of that? Because it's a natural thing to do. Like if you well, have the urge, why stop it? There's a, there's By a the way, it, I, I, I haven't heated it up yet, ironically for this uh, topic, but it's happening at about the exact same, same time they told us for years it's going to be happening. Oh. This is literally what scientists have been saying. I read a book when I was like, 12 and I yeah. was telling everybody. Yeah. <laughs> That's when I became a vegetarian, and people were like, "You fucking yeah, faggot!" That's I one of the best. There's a little bit these at the moment of people going, "Why didn't they tell us?" Now, oh, we did. Yeah, Al Gore got on a little thing, and he he got on a little stand, and he went wee way up in the air and pointed to his screen, <laughs> and they didn't like him. Um, <laughs> it's a, it's an interesting thing because I think that with with uh, look, I mean it's sort of unimaginable and it's actually going past the worst case scenarios. What do you mean it's going past the worst case all scenario? The all the models that we built to uh, computer models and everything that, that, that would predict what would happen, it's yeah. far worse. So I'll see you in my lifetime. We are going to see tons of people die in our lifetime. What about us? Leonardo DiCaprio we... actually got involved. He was like, he heard there was heaps of models. <laughs> oh, it was not worth That is so <laughs> worth coming back. That was fucking so good. We let that one go right by. Um, oh, I saw him at that party too. He was a dick. Go on. So, uh, you know, India, I mean, roads were melting in India this, this week. Because it was 127. Uh, yeah. So, uh, that. I don't know. We're also in a perfect storm sort of situation where our society is breaking down. I don't know if you've noticed that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe so, it's time to pack it all in. Well, I've been saying we don't need, what we need right now is someone to go into Congress with fucking hatchets and say, let's, we're going to actually do stuff or cut off your fucking hands. Like we're at a point now where. Uh, we oh, oh to, I agree. We need to, something really drastic. There needs to be something. violence. Well, that's the first thing that's going to happen is environmental terrorism. Like that's right around the corner. But. Will I live to 60? Yeah, we'll be, we're going to live here in the States because we have all the guns. But I mean, won't the environment get us in 20 years? I don't know. Especially I mean, with the traveling. I mean, we could be somewhere else. Will it get us? Who, who knows what it's going to be here in the U.S. In, in, in other countries, they're just fucked. But what about antibiotics not working, which I'm allergic to anyway, so it yeah, doesn't affect me. Yeah, that's a problem. The antibiotics not working and then, and then all of the, you know, all of the diseases from the tropics that are now going to be in the United States. Like, it's, it's going to be a whole different world. Uh, oh. So we're going to, I see when I was little and I'm not joking, my mom told me the world was ending in the year 2000. And then my mom did that when I was a kid too. Oh my God. You're the only other person I ever met that she no, just matter of fact said Have it. Have you ever heard of this movie called the late great planet earth? No, but we watched the day after. Together. Okay. So it's this pseudo documentary thing that talks about how the world's going to end. 
And I was like 10 and she brought me to see it and it completely fucked me up. Maybe that's where my parents got it because they were Catholic but not religious. Yeah. It was just like once a week church, you have to do it, you know, blah, blah, blah. And so I was like, where's this like looking back? Like where's this Pentecostal bullshit? Where did that come from? And then like she totally forgot she said it and like it fucked me. I brought it up to my mom. Uh, She was like, oh, I don't remember showing that. I'm like, that's good because it made me completely insane. Yeah, I made like, I wrote like a one woman show about it. Like it's still part of my stand up. And she... um. And she, the whole like real life punchline to it is when I asked her years ago, she goes, I didn't think you were listening. Like that was her big, she was just like, oh, you know, just sometimes you say this and sometimes you say that. You don't know what your kid picks up on. But but then I went to see a priest. I saw the cool priest at my church. He had a beard. He kind of looked like, he looked like Zach Galifianakis before I met Zach. So I wasn't using that as a reference when I was 10. But he was, I went up to him and I was like, you seem cool. Like, is it really going to end in 2000? Cause then I'm going to die in my twenties. And he was like, Oh yeah. Like just very matter of fact, he's like, yep. So yep. he must've seen that movie. Cause he was like, it's all uh, very, you know, he did some math yeah. and it didn't make any sense to me. But it was like when people write on a board for sports, like he goes over there and then that's there to yeah. the yard line. And I was like, Oh, and so I always had this sense of it doesn't matter anyway. Yeah. And I think that's why I never wanted kids. And I had money problems. I was like, I'll charge it everything. Doesn't yeah. It doesn't matter. And then, 2000 comes and it's fine and it matters. And then 9-11 happened and I, it still didn't end my life. So yeah. I was like, I guess I should get my shit together. In Australia at the moment, at the big thing is um, housing affordability and there's all these uh, oh, I things. America is completely <laughs> fucked. Right. So uh, I think Sydney's like the second worst city only behind Hong Kong at I the moment. I saw something about that that is getting way too expensive. Like kids will never be able to – like buy people who earn an average rate will never be able to buy a home. Like right. the, the prices America, in the city where I live. All, that's all of America. Crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Like it's, I mean, it's crazy the so, amount of debt we burden children with, like in this, well, well particularly in this country anyway, when they get out of college and stuff. Like, I don't know what happened in Australia, but here in America, what happened was, so yeah, had, here in America, the, we had the crisis, right? We had the, we had the 2008, the floor falls out, the housing crisis. Yeah, we didn't have that. So, uh, so the banks formed uh, companies and they started buying up their own foreclosed properties. Right. And then, and then they would turn around and like your property has been foreclosed and then they would buy your house and go, you want to rent it? And they would charge you more than your mortgage. And so this is happening all across the country. So the reason housing prices are actually so high in America is because the companies that caused the housing crisis then formed other companies and bought their houses and now are charging high rents and they're doing it. The same way that they did it with the original housing crisis, which is to bundle them all into those. And so, but now we're not going to have a second collapse because it's. We are going to have a second. Renting, you're saying? Oh, we are going to have because they're driving it all up. Homelessness in Washington D.C. just blew up by fifty percent because people are getting kicked out of their houses because they can't afford these rents. It's a fucking disaster. So what you're saying? I'm so glad I didn't buy a house. Are you you saying that if Trump? If Trump wins in November, are you saying purge by Christmas? Is that your prediction? Well, the problem with it is, is that the person who has taken the most money from all of these companies, HRC, is Hillary Clinton. <sighs> now, okay, I wasn't going to bring up politics this early. I, but- listen, I don't have an answer to anything bad about her. I know this. I'm not a Bernie or bust. That's I just can't stand that. I can't stand it. Well, because, like, I mean, on a broader spectrum, this idea of, like, absolutism in our political debate on all sides, I think, is something that is really dangerous. 
But then I but also I look like what we were just talking about it. with environment and all this. Like, <laughs> I can't get so crazy about the fucking president because it's so beyond... Like, let's just say Bernie gets in. Well, what can he do? They're going to obstruct he, him or kill him. him. He can veto. He can veto. Well, he actually might breaks. be the only one that does veto, he can veto things. Veto the tax breaks. Because he can Obama veto didn't veto anything. Nothing. Um, I'd be vetoing. But I also think he's going to get too. killed. If you can veto. What? I just feel like he's going to get killed. I think, I, I think, I think, Bernie, I think if he gets president. I'm not saying that's not that's what, a reason to I vote think, for him. I think one of them will get killed. Because I believe in JFK one getting killed by the government. We do. I think that yeah. Bernie, Trump, or Hillary could equally get killed. They won't kill Hillary. A kill person her? out, a person outside of it will kill Trump. The government won't. Oh, they might though. Somebody, somebody will kill one of them. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so. You don't think that that some whatever the shadow thing is that runs everything. Yeah, the Illuminati. He's already Rupert he's already Murdoch. conforming to what they want. Who Trump? Yeah, he's, he's, he's. Oh, I know. That's what's scaring me. Of course. Okay. That's what okay. He was he, okay. Do. Well, yeah. here's what I'm going to say. It he's, actually doesn't scare me that much. I don't think he's as crazy as he says he is. Let me let me tell you what the You're correct. Uh, let what? me tell you what you the correct. Uh, yeah. uh, the thing I want to know is t- take it away from whoever's going to be up against him. Yeah. Do you actually think that Trump can win now? Is yeah. It, is it that at th- that point I don't now? Think where, he, I don't think he can win. I think he's going to win. I don't know what that means. I mean, I don't think that he like that. It can't. Why happen, is he going to? He can't be your president, yes, he Dave. Can. Look, he can he win can't. because two things. We've elected if the people the that don't like Hillary, they, they won't vote her, right? So we've, right. we've got a split. And then he is going to go moderate enough yes, that some people who are like on the fence, they'll be like, he's right. fine and I don't like her. And so he's fine. At least it's a new whatever. Right. Those, those people. Well, at least I know he hates Mexicans. And then the Me- Even if he doesn't build the, the, the wall, the, the at least I know Latino he's The Latino population hates that hates him, yeah. it, there'll be that voting shit again where people can't vote and the that lines are long. Right. No one's so, taking into account that like 17 states have draconian voting uh, laws. Yeah. Now. So he could potentially he win. He will. He will win. But I, I think I don't have that By thing the of way, like. What only, a great way to run your country, America. I, I everybody do, has a different system. Well, I that's do a good think, way. though, that <laughs> I feel like he can. I know people say, oh, only Bernie can beat him. I think he could um, beat Bernie, too. I feel like he's going to be moderate I, I, enough. I don't. And the only reason I don't is because this isn't about anybody but the working class. And those people have been completely fucked. Right. And it, they have no hope. And they are the first uh, demographic in American history to have mortality rates increase. And they have, uh, they are coming out after not voting for ages and all they want to do is punch it in the face, and they are one hundred percent completely right to do well, that. Well, what about the thirty people in my family who are working class and are voting Trump? What about those crazy people that they, are into you, aspiring? They're voting Trump in your you, family? Yes, my family yeah, is. Of course, they are. Cops and greenskeepers. Why, why would and, they vote for the people who destroyed everything? No, they want. To, they are voting Trump. They told me. I'm saying. Oh, you're saying why Hillary would they want represents. to? Represents. No, they want. They don't like Bernie. That's fine. Yeah. Because there's liberal and conservative on this. These thing. used to be liberals. Right. They are so, they have this mentality. I'll explain what they say to me. Yeah. They have this mentality as though they're not the people that would be helped by a more socialist structure. Uh, I don't want the money going to, they, they have this working class pride that there's these others that don't work and just want free shit. Sure. So that they're talking about them and they're acting like they're at the country club, even though they're mowing the lawn at the country. Right. Club. So they're like, Bernie's going to take all our stuff and give it down there. Right. And, um, and they just don't, they don't have a reason. They don't like Hillary. They just, uh, she's, I've seen her too much. They love Trump because he says it like it is because they're secretly racist right. too. That's really what it is. <laughs> it's not that. 
What you don't think it's that? No, not even remotely. What do you? Because th- they're telling me he's going to keep us Ra- safe racism, from terrorism. Racism is a product of what this is about, which is the complete destruction of the middle class and the complete destruction of any hope for anybody. So who becoming make a money, racist is, and that turns you into a racist because yeah, then right. you are fighting the other people on your level. That's well, absolutely yeah. true. Yes, and it's, but they're also, also afraid of also, terrorism coming to a small town in New York. But also, and you see, it's a different you, kind of but, Yeah, uh, that's well, what Rupert, that is. Well, Rupert Murdoch is a big cause of this. Like, yes. personally, responsibly, I say this often, and I think it is absolutely <clears> the case that he will be remembered as one of history's greatest villains. Absolutely. And like for what he did to the level of, yeah, you know, if this happens, it's because of what Rupert Murdoch did to the level of debate around. The world and yes. in Australia, you see it during our election now that the you know, the media landscape. He's the only one who's big enough to still have a voice, and the way that he uses that voice to yeah. manipulate. You know, this is a company that was Australia's biggest, you know, tax dodger essentially as a company last year. And they go after some refugee who's going to come over here and like, you know, get $8 an hour to work in some shitty job. No, 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 no. They're not the rotors of the system. You're the rotors of the system. Yeah, But yeah. you have this giant fucking PR pamphlet that you can put out every day where you tell the people who should be angry at you. Because yeah. that's the reason that these people – it's because the rich are getting richer that you're getting poorer, not because somebody else who's got less than you is coming to take your stuff. But, now, but that they, might be a byproduct But they, but they are that. coming to take their stuff yeah. now. I mean, well, that's, that's the truth so of it. that's what's so crazy is, is I tell are. my family, they're com- they've yeah. li- they've, they are literally – they're not no never mind your guns your guns will always be fine they're gonna you're just gonna be you and a gun and the house will be gone they're gonna pick it up and take it away and you'll be sitting on a plot of land with a gun that's what it's gonna like it's it's already happened i was saying this for years that that with the gun people it's like they're stripping your rights like there's stuff in the constitution that dick cheney took out when he was president quote that (laughs) obama didn't put back in that's right Right. and i was watching and i'm like is that just anyway, but the point is that uh, Rupert Murdoch and also Al Gore wrote a great book on this years ago called The um, Assault on Reason. But then people were like, fuck him. I mean, people hated him for no reason, but that <clears throat> kind of predicted all this. Like you can't, then you can't even, because everyone's been trained not, to be that's crazy. that's not even, like that's a, that is true, but it's also a distraction from what the Democrats have done. Right. I'm talking, this is way before any of this. Right, this right, is Sarah right. Palin stuff. There, there's, there's a, this, is, this is the perfect storm is right. what we're dealing with. Yeah. We're dealing with uh, uh, the, right, the right wing are doing what they're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. That's their job. To give money to the rich, right. to, to, to fuck over the working people. class, yeah. to convince them that, that they're doing the right thing for them. Yeah. The Democrats' job the left, of which the Democrats are not anymore, right. are supposed to fight for the working class. Right, and they're kind of they going in on it now. During Bill Clinton, when he deregulated the bank and deregulated the bank, and also he destroyed the Democratic Congress. Dem- the Democrats Why controlled he- Congress from 1930 until 1994. Why did he do it? Because he wanted to get shit done. But I don't know what that means. Get what did he want to get done then? Why did he want to get End that welfare? Done? Uh, to put up big crime bills. But NAFTA why? passed because who does that? How does that help him? He all he cares. They care about themselves. I know, but this I'm literally like, point. why? Well, how would that? I believe him. I'm just saying, how would that help them? Like it like, did help him. Pe- Democrats act like he's this big fucking hero. No one looks at it and goes, my God, he destroyed. He destroyed the grip that Democrats had. So on why the when when he's doing those moves, is he like they're gonna love this? Yes. But people were paying attention. They no, know. they're not. I mean, if they were paying Some attention, were. he would be a great villain right now. Right, right, right. 
because he is a great villain. I mean, if you think about the stuff that he did, he is one of the biggest reasons of the housing crisis. Right. Of all that shit. Like, he deregulated everything, and now we are in this just fucking crazy, no rules, everything is on the And I'm this person that I believe, I I just don't know how we come back from that. Well, look, here's, here's how I feel about it. I mean, it could start with Bernie, but it would need to start with, like you said, going into Congress with a hatchet. Like, yeah. it can't, he could veto stuff. Let's just say he doesn't. Like, let's just say it's, it's just going to be, a, let's say he does, does yeah. on the other hand, with an obstructionist Congress. Then it's like, then that, like what we're talking about, the crazy voices get louder, the it's crazy. Too, but it's too late. Yeah, well, something's got to happen. But that's and what that's I mean, why, and then it's going to be. It's already happened. We passed we passed the. I mean, I, in my opinion, Bernie was the only chance to stop what's happening because Hillary Clinton represents the part of the Democratic Party that has been fucking us and colluding with the Republicans. And so Trump isn't out of nowhere. Trump came about because of this environment that we created of fucking the poor. Right. And the there, middle is a, class there is so an interesting, um, there's been some yeah. interesting writing about the idea that Trump has wanted to run for actually like 20, like 25 years, but he's just been putting that in place. That was a fascinating article. Like, you know, sure. like, you know, waiting for his time. Sometimes it's just your fucking time. Yeah. We, but, we had this guy that everyone thought was really smart running the joint and that didn't seem to work out for people. So we're going to get the dumbest well, guy. Well, I don't know what, you know, I don't, there's, you know, you can go to like a website and it's like, what has Obama done? Like in a positive way. Uh, and you see all this stuff and you go, oh, right. Like, I don't know everything. I just know that I was, I wasn't disappointed because I didn't think it was like the big hope because I don't have any, but I, I just thought uh, there was this one time when we had control of no, we didn't. I mean, not, I don't mean we, but I mean, there, there was a Democratic, no, it was a but they're majority. Not, they're not, they're but not I thought he would want. veto shit. That's they're, what I mean. They're, but they're, they're, they're lying to us. They have been. I mean, the evidence yeah. is just so overwhelming at this point. He never wanted what we wanted. Right. And I don't know why, but that doesn't, I mean, it bothers me, but I'm not like, oh my God, what? The way that. Well, people who believe, look, I, I didn't vote for him. I haven't voted for a Democrat since 2000. Yeah. I just won't because they need to be stopped because they're the big problem. They're the ones who are supposed to be fighting for people. But at the end of the day, Donald Trump isn't the problem. If Donald Trump gets elected, whatever happens, happens. But I'm worried about what comes after Donald Trump. And if, and if Hillary Clinton gets in office and continues, which she says she's going to do, continues the policies that mm-hmm. have been complete destruction that have led to this mass uprising, in eight years, it's over. I think it's over no matter who. Well, it can, it can be over in a couple of different ways. We can different go, different we can versions of over. Look, we, the, the young people are done with capitalism. They want to swing to socialism. Right. If you went with them, if you picked Bernie in this election, they would have enough voters to put him in office. Okay. And then hopefully in two years, eviscerate Congress and swing all the people who are like him into Congress. That's a possibility. But if we put in Hillary or Trump, uh, particularly Hillary, if she continues these policies, all of that fucking, that ground that is just growing with monsters who are so fu- rightfully angry that they've been left behind. Now you're talking about really, really, really dark shit. Now you're talking about fascism rising. You're talking about 
that always leads to an authoritarian nightmare. But that's what I think. A part of me doesn't think Trump is as crazy as he says he is, but I don't want to test it. And I feel like he's... He's not the authoritarian I'm scared of. He's a showman. I'm scared about the guy watching this going, okay, I see what's going on here. Right. The guy with the actual fucking plan. Yeah. That's, yeah, what, I, I'm well, that's what I'm wondering. Is Trump a showman with a plan? No, I think no, he's just a showman. He's just a crazy person yeah. that somehow got through. He wanted to plug his hotel business, like Obama said, and now he's yes. going to be president. But if you, but if you lay this groundwork and you continue, and you, it's basically ignoring the truth. If you, if you ignore what's happening, like every time she puts out a fucking thing, it's like her. They they unveiled their slogan today, and it's like we're strong together. It's like. Fuck. Well, see, how, I'm a stupid how, fuck that thinks because how, she's been pushed to the left, we can push her when she's in. She's never going. There's, they are so controlled by corporations, you cannot push them to the left. They have to be obliterated. <laughs> see, I don't, I don't have the same that, but I don't, I there don't. There is no pushing them to the I left. I don't mind that. As long as someone's not calling me a cunt on Twitter, I'm happy. But I don't mind but that's that. All, but that's all mixed up in other shit. Then, that's then, mixed then up in other you, shit. Then you get back to the. But I don't mind blow it up. Tearing each other apart, and and. But I think that's tearing all. each other apart is going to happen. I feel like we've all just collectively tipped. Got too far apart. We are we are past the tipping point. Yeah. I think no matter who's in. The whole in, country's got too far apart. This country in particular. I think there are other. I think there's another civil war I, coming. Amy had a fight nearly the other night with a guy in the bar here. And I said, please what? don't have a fight. We, because He'll he, punch her. Because he had a gun. What? And uh, she was like, they were talking about guns. And she was like, she just said to him, she goes, you know, there was a guy in our country who went and shot a whole bunch of people. And so we all just went, ah, oh, let's just burn our guns. Because that's what we did. Did he have a what, gun showing? That's what sensible people do. Yeah. They fucking, when somebody go, uses a gun to go and shoot everyone, the whole country just gets together and goes, you know what, let's just have a bonfire and burn the guns. But now I'm starting to agree with the gun people that you need one to protect yourself well, from but that's what, that's what you're the talking, other fucking people. But that's what you're talking about, tipping point. There's yeah. a point where I'm still now, not because there's so many fucking guns, although, again, the, the stat that always comes up is the toddlers versus terrorists, you know, which is a little misleading, but it's kind of true, which is more Americans were killed, uh, shot by a toddler oh, last course. year than by Oh, terrorists. I'm not worried about terrorists. I'm and, worried about was uh, my neighbors. Toddler, yeah, one toddler. <laughs> one, and, That's and, the person and, you with know the what? plan. And he's shooting for gold. Wait, when Olympics. Amy saw this guy with the gun, did he have a gun on him, like open carry? I don't know. Or he just mentioned, hey, I have a gun. I, I, and how did what? they get into that conversation? I don't know. And, and why are you letting her talk to strangers? I don't guys know, she does guns. whatever she would like to do, Jen. Guys you have to fucking, wrangle her in. I don't have to wrangle her. She can wrangle herself. She's going to get can hit. Can we just all agree that guys who walk around with guns are just fucking giant pussies? Men. Just, no. Have I mean, giant, yeah. fuck you don't worried. you mean don't have giant cocks? Fucking, Jesus Christ. You, they're just little bitches. You got to walk around with your fucking gun. I know. It's so... Good it's God. Like, how do they not know the basic? Word? I've had guns pointed at me twice. I'm twice. fine. And they don't know the basic psychology yeah, of that they are. Well. You're fine. You're not, fine. Not, <laughs> not mentally. Not mentally. Just say it. Remember, it's above your mirror in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had a conversation with, I had just come back from London. I went to my family's house on Christmas and some extended family members were like, you know, London now, all Muslim. They don't, you don't even see a white person. I go, oh, it's just there. That, I, shut I, up. I, I go, you just, don't even see a white person? No, no you don't see a white person. Good it's all God. Muslims. The queen. The, the queen. Do, do they know that there are week, white Muslims? This was like two weeks after the Paris. <laughs> shut up. They do not. Shut up. This was like a month after the Paris brown thing. brown face. And I flew to London the day after the Paris thing and not no one in my family, not one of these people that's so concerned with terrorism reached out, hope you're going to be okay. You're flying right there. you know. And so then we're sitting at the Christmas table, <laughs> the Christmas table, and I go, that's not true. I was just there. And they're like, uh, oh, I saw it. And I go, I, saw I was just there. Yeah, literally. There. And they're like, 
I go, have you been there? They go, no, but that's what it is. You were in a different part. They go, you don't, you're you liberal. You were in a different They go, part. you're liberal. You don't want to see. So I'm wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just that kind of insanity. I just go, oh, who fucking, let the Zika virus just... Let we're done. The Zika virus. We're done. Well, it's just the idea of like labels. Throw, send that, your kids to Mars and they'll start over. Well, I mean, yeah. Okay. So here's how you start over. Let's move on. <laughs> like this is how we start over. We're so uh, Ken Ham. <laughs> Ken Ham used to be a Brisbane science teacher. Three decades on, he's one of the most polarizing and powerful religious leaders in America's Bible Belt. He was a science teacher? Yeah, was. Went to the dark side. Okay. And then science, you know. Leave science for, for religion. Right. That that's you really Science didn't give him the answers he wanted. No, correct. They gave him the real answers. (laughs) (laughs) Ham believes evolution is a fraud. The world is only six thousand years old. I'm on board. And was created in six days. Wait, that isn't science? The book of Genesis is historical fact. Okay. And homosexuality. Spoilers. It always comes down to it. <laughs> it does. It's always someone with dicks on their mind. And this guy right. never wants women homosexual. Yes, and that's why he's so angry. They're never thinking about women. No, I mean they diddling each other. No, they're always thinking about dicks in my ass. I don't want one in there. Yes, I do. Dicks in the ass. Dicks in the ass. That's all they're thinking about. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm thinking about right now. That's <laughs> right. Like, hey, you, can't, you can't help but imagine it. And then you have to explain to him like not that. everyone takes one in the ass. There's all different right. kinds of gay. Exactly. You can be gay in all sorts of ways. So wait, so this guy is known in America now? Yeah, he apparently he's big uh, in that part of the world. But let's find out some more of this. Yeah. Uh, now, the founder and president of uh, AIG, Answers in Genesis, has built a life-size... Not the ticketing company that killed Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> and the ticketing company. <laughs> They're both. It's their side business. <laughs> oh, my God. Has built a life-size Noah's Ark. Oh, fuck me. What, do you... what does that mean, life-size? Like is a this, boat? Is this the one in Tennessee that they built? The privately funded Kentucky. Oh, Kentucky. Uh, does the... he realize that in the time of Noah's Ark, there were like nine people on the planet? We can't put everyone in a boat. Uh, I think no, I don't noticed. think he's going to put everyone in a boat. No, that's not even the story of Noah, if you remember. I don't. I never it knew it. It was just Noah's family and then a bunch of animals. That was weird. So uh, he fucked his own family to make yeah. more kids, and then he fucked a lot of animals. That's why there's a lot of people with long necks. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Giraffes. Oh, my God. I hope no one's listening like, do you really believe this story of Noah? No, okay. Uh, okay, so the privately funded $100 million monolith good in Kentucky. It's a great use of your money. Don't feed the poor, Jesus followers. Build a fucking boat. I don't, no, get a, away from the poor quickly. I don't think there's anything in the Bible about feeding the poor, Dave. Uh, <laughs> they just like the part where Jesus went away from everyone for 40 days. Right. <laughs> We like the early stuff. We haven't seen the later on stuff. <laughs> like, you know what? I just like the first. I like the, I'm artisanal about the Bible. How far do you think they are from saying that they found a, a lost section of the Bible that talks about how he hated taxes? Oh, soon. <laughs> oh, when he turned the table over. That is in that there, was isn't it? Sa- I was always taught that. Yeah. I'm not kidding. No, it's the opposite. It's the opposite. Yeah. He hated to he, pay into, oh, right, pay into Caesar. What is, yeah. He didn't uh, like no, he says money should, in the temple. He doesn't like money in the temple. He doesn't like Jews, is what yeah. Jesus' message was. And yeah, let's he didn't be like honest about banks. what that was. He Jews, Jews yeah. are self hating. He said, pay your fair share, but he didn't really like the banks. He didn't yeah. like the money lenders. Yeah, yeah. He had a natural distrust of them. Yeah, he was right. Yeah. He ended up putting them on a piece of wood. Dave yeah. thinks I love what banks. I'm he saw that. He saw that Steve Carell movie. He really responded to it. Uh, the privately funded $100 million monolith in Kentucky mm-hmm. is seven stories high, about 200 meters long, and the biggest timber-framed structure on the planet. Jesus Christ. Is that the one that's in a museum? Uh, I think there's a museum in it. 
Because there's a creation museum or a creationist. I think it's associated with that. Ham says, Ark Encounter is one of the greatest Christian outreaches of our era and will attract up to 2 million Christians and non-Christians a year. Yeah, people reckon, coming to laugh at I it, you go. stupid fuckers. I'll go, yeah. I'll go yeah. now. This is where we do the three. I'll go instead from. of the cure tonight. You think there's a toilet? It's uh, a beautiful toilet. Uh, okay, here we go. Uh, I mean, do you think that they have a, a, an actual decent waste disposal situation, or are they just going to either way? A it's that puts it into full the of shit. Ocean. Come on, who I, loves a punchline? I love this quote here <laughs> um, from a spokesperson. This has been his obsession. A lot of people thought he was crazy. A lot of people still think he's crazy, but now he's a crazy guy with a hundred million dollar arc. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck you, crazy people. That doesn't one. mean anything. <laughs> no, I, I, I feel like that proves it's a the great point a little comeback. more. I feel like, well, would a crazy guy spend a hundred million dollars? <laughs> <laughs> Who's crazy now? It's still you. <laughs> okay, well, you're, like you're the craziest now. Congratulations. Does he think it's gonna set sail? Well, yeah, because well, it's gonna. The floods are gonna come. Well, and because it's of gonna, climate change, he's I, probably right. He's probably will. By be the, the way, the floods are he coming. He should have built it in Florida if he wanted it to flood. He should have helped Sign Hurricane in. Katrina. Uh, wow. Okay, thank you. Ham's <laughs> critics say he's a fanatic, selling dangerous, mind-bending view of the world I don't history. Think so. What? <laughs> he's uh, fervent supporters, and in Middle America's conservative Christian Bible Belt, there are many believe he is a Christian warrior in a spiritual war who can lead people back to a fundamentalist way of life. If he's a fucking Christian warrior, then she, he should be fighting people with swords and shit. No, too scared. Uh, I've never <laughs> in my life been asked anything. Oh, so uh, here we go. Um, uh, Bill Nye, the science guy. Oh, uh, we go. He loves to weigh in on everything. Yeah. He's, he's good. He came to one of my shows. He was really drunk. Uh, Bill Nye? Yeah, he came to a he came to Bill a Nye the, a Bill Nye the cocktail guy? Yeah. <laughs> cocktail guy. Uh, I hope that's what he's like. It's a, uh, I love when he jumps tonight. in to make sense and then the people that are, that know that are like, yeah, but he, everyone else is just they, just, they don't care. Right. No, they don't. They don't so, care. So Bill Nye the science guy uh, has got involved and accused him of being the messiah, but this is what he says. He says, uh, and being scientifically literate, uh, and debunks his uh, teaching all, all the time. You might have seen them doing a debate uh, on the internet. Apparently, it's quite a famous little oh, debate really? that oh, they do. That's between, come my way. I didn't yeah. realize it was that guy. So I will find that and I will... Um, uh, but I, I, this is what I love. Okay, he advocates uh, biblical literalism. He mm -hmm. genuinely believes Noah marched in animals two by two. Mm -hmm. uh, well, you, what, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Refute it. Yeah, you that's can't. That's the beauty. You can't too long ago. Not, there's not a counter history that's written down. They so didn't tape it. They did not tape this it. Is, but this is my favorite thing about him is every time Bill Nye raises a question like this, this is his answer. There's a book that explains that. <laughs> God, that's such a fucking it's called the great Bible. answer for him. <laughs> that's just his answer. Regardless, he goes. If you're that person, oh, that's such a good comeback so for you. Great. Yeah. So great. Uh, there's a book that explains. You know that. what? I'm getting everything from this book. What book do you got? Right. Uh, I got a lot of science books. Yeah. No, well, there's one. There's this one book. It's called the book. How about how about this? How about this? Let's say you have all the animals. How do you get them to walk side by side up? Just totally without like they they just did it on their own. Yeah, they I don't mind. See you do that now. If you can do that now, if you can take two of every animal that exists. And walk it up a ramp. Yeah. I'm on board. I, I don't need I'm to. Totally do, I don't need to do that. And you get, know. And you know what? Get an alligator. There's a book that explains that. And start with the fucking squirrels. 
Because I want to see you get. I want to see you get two squirrels no. to walk side by side no. up a ramp onto a boat. Oh, well, that's where you've gone wrong. The squirrels come in late. They're messy. They're all over. <laughs> How the long place. will it take the turtles? The you, floods will oh come. Oh my god! You the carry, turtles. Yeah, you, you carry them in. Steve you know, Irwin. How much time is lost on the sloths? <laughs> Oh, oh God! Steve Irwin got killed by a jellyfish. You're not going to a stingray. Got killed by a <laughs> stingray. A stingray. <laughs> no, the je- but you know what? The thing oh, is- the mighty jellyfish of Australia. <laughs> okay, two things. Uh, stingray, stingray. Firstly, oh. jellyfish can kill you in Australia. Of course they can. Secondly, uh, and they're in your in apartment. Fact, they, they don't even need water. Fact, they don't like, even need water. You know, we have they're a, deadlier technically than stingrays. You want to tell jellyfish. you something right now? Let me tell you. We something. should so send our people to you. Probably planned the stingray thing. Let me. Let me. I'm going to drop some knowledge on you uh-huh. right now. Here America has a tree that will kill you. Yeah. Whatever. What tree is it? I don't know, but the the American uh, Native Americans used to tie people to it, and it would fucking slowly kill them. All right, but any what? any tree can be a tree that kills you. What if you- <laughs> If you don't eat or drink for four days, do you think that's no, why? It like poisons you. It's like a fucking crazy poison believe it. tree. I just saw it in Mate, Game of Thrones Literally last night. every <laughs> single tree can kill you. Jen. Like every tree. Like it would fall on you. I didn't it, know he'd seen it in Game of Thrones. Of I retracted You could like make it into a weapon. It could this stab you. There are a myriad ways a tree can kill you. I'm talking you. about a super naughty tree. Yeah, but like, but it's a thing that can only. K-N-O-T-T-Y or N-A-U-G-H. T-Y. I can't spell. No, no, no. Naughty, like you're naughty. You're like <laughs> that's the thing. This tree is so naughty. He's used to talking. I was watching Game of Thrones last night, and they walked past this tree that has a face, and no one talked to it or did anything. And I was like, how can you not spend the whole rest of the show talking to the tree? There's so much other stuff to do on that show. It seems like. Yeah, but they don't I've know. I've never that. seen it, but it winter. seems busy. I mean, winter, winter is, is coming, coming though. That is true. Winter is coming, so you got to get in before winter. Uh, what kind of shows do you watch? Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes I don't watch anything. Um, I have a really good and bad taste in TV. Like I don't like any fantasy stuff like swords and all that. I never liked mm-hmm. any of that. But uh, I'm really currently enjoying Marie Bamford's new show. I watch a lot of like home makeover shows that's always kind of on in the background if uh-huh. I'm and then I'm I'm kinda don't watch a ton of stuff, but um uh I like Transparent and Frankie and Grace or Grace and Frankie. Like, I'm just kind of like a... Old lady. A middle-aged woman. Yeah. Like a <laughs> 60-year-old woman. I, I like the Grace and Frankie. I like at, like real conversations. I can't. I can't. Every that show that people Tomlin? think is boring yeah, is my favorite show. Do you, do you not like Lily I like, Tomlin? Lily Tomlin makes me want to kill myself. She's one of the all-time great comedians. I know In what you opinion, mean. she's worse than climate change. I, I love her, but I can see why... That is that controversial opinion. Someone would <laughs> be annoyed by her. I like her on this show. I actually... I, growing up, I did not like her stuff. Oh, but I like her on this. I like her on this show. Wow. I like her as an actress. She makes me. I th- like- I just assumed Lily Tomlin was one of those people that everyone thought was great. I think it's kind of she was always like a performance artist, and we were really brought up with. Like I didn't like when Whoopi Goldberg did those characters no, either, yeah, yeah, or Robin yeah. Williams. I don't like that stuff. I get uncomfortable. Purists, yeah, yeah, yeah kind of. I guess yeah, although, that's without trying to be. But that's weird to hear from you because you started out doing this. Yeah, character, this character, character the Ben Stiller. <laughs> wow. Greg told me he brings it up all the time. He's a big fan. Listen to your album. Liked your first book. Hasn't read the second one. <laughs> Can you believe that one moment? I mean, I would have fucked it up anyway, uh, so it never would have gone well. I would have right. fucked it up a year from then, where the, the stakes might have been higher. But that is the difference between a successful person and a not. Sometimes, not that I'm not fi- doing fine, but well, there's people that, who know how to play the game and yeah. lie their way through, and those yeah. who have integrity and character and oh, don't well, that's lie nice to take through. it to take it there. Yeah, I mean, well, you're yeah. in more I can trouble still have you, integrity. You're in much more trouble if you lie your way through that. 
I mean, right. you? eventually you're going to get found but out. But it's not like I couldn't have figured out how to do characters, you know? Right. We go separate ways. I, I get a book <laughs> yeah, down you get at a the, book. the Strand. The character that we were talking about was you. Yeah. I could have just pretended I mean, you're in that I made a character about myself. That's what everyone does. Right. All the do greats. It. You could do like a Groundlings class or something. <laughs> <laughs> I just... To me, it's like I read a mostly nonfiction. Like, why would you read something fake when you can read... Right. Like no, I do a lot why of Why would you read something fake to escape from I don't like to escape. Of... I like to I think it comes from that the world is ending being told when I'm little. I like to go further. Oh, oh, oh. Oh my god. You do like to go further. I just spilled a whole thing of water. Luckily on nothing electronic, but probably some well, my, well, my computer my, this is actually <laughs> oh, electronic, this Christ. computer here that's really wet. Hold on, I'm going to kill myself. You uh, okay. you know when you said I like to go further and then yeah. you knocked over yeah. a glass of water. I mean, I I got to be honest with you. We're both voting for her, right? <laughs> I think I think this is what America needs. Can I tell you something though? How many let's times make it, let's make America wet again? That's what I say. <laughs> How many times I've been at dinner and I talk with my hands and I literally it'll be my first glass of wine and I knock, knock it, over it over before I start and it looks to the person like I'm drunk and I'm yeah. like I just talk with my hands. Oh no, I, I I do that a lot as well. I'm a big spiller of drinks. Well, I feel I, I like to be you know fl- you're flamboyant with your hand gestures. And Are you then, mad? I don't talk with my hands. I barely move when I talk. <laughs> it's almost like I might not be human. <laughs> um, I don't know what I like to watch, but yeah, I think you're right. That something about those characters makes me uncomfortable. Wildly, wildly uncomfortable. Okay. Yeah. Is this a good sound, the paper towels in the mic? It's fun. Yeah, I mean, fine. people are getting a taste of what's happening. In re- this is this isn't this fucking radio. Been this is fucking radio. This is I can't believe Kirshen and Gareth are missing this. Uh, Gareth's not that good at this. Oh my god! Okay, so he, <laughs> he's my podcasting partner. He's, I know he's what I'm going to say. Uh, he might be the funniest man alive. I know yeah, he really I mean, is. I, he he is really very, came very out of funny. nowhere for me. Um, yeah, I found him. And I, I hear Dave him. On, found he's him. so I fucking suck, funny. I sucked him onto my. He's podcast like annoyingly funny. Yeah. Where it's like I can't even. Keep yeah, up. I think it's going to be like it's going to be like you know. Did you see Straight Outta Compton? I feel like you're oh. The character, yeah, you're the white manager, dude, Paul Giamatti. That's who you are. He's going to leave me in the dust at some point. Yeah. yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah. He's someone who can respond to anything. (laughs) He deserves it. By just like asking a question, but in a funny way. But then also does, he's great. Yeah. And and he's, yes. Anyway, it's not all about him. He'll be in the second half of this podcast. What if he says he'll never say nice things about us? And you should point that out. Be like, oh, we were saying really Mate, nice stuff about you. We don't need him to say nice things about us. We just needed him to remember us in a few years. <laughs> That's all True. we need, right? I'll be on an remember arc. us? <laughs> you need some guys for the room? Yeah, we could all be in the room. We're just remember in the room us? as audience on a podcast? No, I mean, I feel like he's hosting something or he's oh, got okay. like a show or whatever and we're all just like, you know, we're not writers necessarily. We're producers. No. You know, we work on the show, but we just like, we can be in the room. We're producers. We're producers. I don't think we're producers. He wants some experienced people around him. (laughs) The people he can trust still. (laughs) You know, you know what? We're his entourage. We're the guys he's taken from his old life because he knows he can trust us. I'm out in this scenario. You guys podcast with him. I don't really know him except when I'm with you. I mean, you're on this episode together, technically. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you think people build arcs just so they can fuck their family members? Yeah. I mean, you, you don't it's have to. It's a good to, place to do it because the ocean is, yeah. is lawless. Yeah. 
what happens at so international <laughs> waters. The ocean is so lawless. Yeah, but you have to get into international, I mean, international waters. Yeah, and God yeah. doesn't. I don't there. think God cares if you fuck your family. No, no. If, if God if God didn't want you to fuck your family, he wouldn't give you genitals. Right. That's true. I read and, it in and one also book. Have them, <laughs> because Adam I mean, and Eve technically. Must no, have been related. There, no, there's incest in the Bible. There's a couple yeah. of fucking people. Oh no, there's but there just it. weren't a ton of people. Again, it goes back to that. You can't blame them. Now we've got choices. There weren't a lot of people. Yeah, now we've got choices. You're like, oh well, there you are. You're my sister. Yeah, you don't have to. They didn't have cars. Now you have to find other people. But people still fuck their family members now. Oh, totally. I see it all the time. Yeah, there was I a, mean, I, <laughs> there was a cult in Australia. There was I'm a sorry. cult in Australia. There was this like sex cult in Australia living in the mountains. And there was this family that had been fucking each other for generations. Really? And they found them in Do the Do they mountains. make more people or just yeah. straight up fuck? Oh, and oh not, how and was it? not great. No, it doesn't. It's like the uh, Appalachian Trail. Yeah. You know, when you, you ever see an early episode of The Simpsons? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you just got to not... That's not how Homer looks. <laughs> Isn't that just life? Here I am withholding from the miracle of birth and then people fucking their brothers yeah, yeah. and they're having a baby. Right. Yeah, but those are the people that should have babies. I mean, because so I, I want to really know how they, how they were found. Like, oh, okay. Were they I'll living up, up? Were they living up in the mountains for years and years and years? I and believe years? that is what I did, and no one knew they were there. Like they were like a tribe out in the Amazon. Yeah, kind of. You know, I mean, not for too many years, but like for enough years. Hang on, I'll find the there's, a, there's a guy in Brazil who his whole tribe has been killed, and now he just lives alone out in the fucking jungle. It's the most horrifying. He I might like I it. Maybe this. he's like fucking likes it. Maybe he's just like you know what. Are you sure it's not a gorilla? I read the same thing about a gorilla. Are you sure it's not this a gorilla? This guy really racist. <laughs> no, I don't mean... I read about a gorilla who they took all his family away and he's just sitting alone yeah. and so they bring him a doll sometimes. I'm like, what are you... <laughs> and then, then, then there's the... Here you go, buddy. Hope this makes you feel better. Well, he looks so cute holding it, but it's so sad. But I thought maybe you confused that with a guy. No, and also there's... A <laughs> I do confuse guys and monkeys. Also, the there's a loneliest whale in the world. Do you know the loneliest oh. whale in the world? No. Yeah, so there's this one whale that they've identified who is broadcasting at a different uh, frequency to all the other whales. So is singing this song, but isn't ever... No one's ever hearing the song oh, and, no, and not hearing the song's God. back because it's a different frequent. God, this one whale. So that, sounds like like my, that sounds like my dad. <laughs> yeah, mostly complaining about Obama. And it's like the whale thinks he's ahead of his time, yeah. just like your dad would, right. or people yeah. like that. Like, sorry, I'm uh, on a different wavelength. You know, it's like, no, you are sorry because no one's in your life. You la, 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 la. That's all he's doing, just cruising around. La, 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 la. Does the I whale have a podcast? <laughs> I don't affect anyone. By the way, here's if you want a headline, here's a headline. Revealed for the first time, cult family photo album offers glimpse of life inside Australia's incest clan. Oh, gee. Oh, I can't wait. All right. So this is from a couple of years ago. Uh, photos have been obtained that show for the first time ever life inside the sickening cult incest clan, described by senior police as like nothing they've ever seen. Fair enough. Wow. <laughs> I mean, you got to be Finns. Uh, the, the family snaps given exclusively yeah, okay, blah, 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 show the smiling faces of children who would go on to claim their father and uncle were the same man <laughs> smiling faces of children ah, wow. 
I'm that surprised even know what an I uncle mean, is. By the way, there's some, probably some terrible sex abuse, like, you know, in this. So, yeah, let's just you know, pretend there isn't. But let's pretend there isn't for, you know, the sake of it, just for a sec. Uh, it's an outlier. Um, they show glimpses of little girls and boys who would uh, tell caseworkers they suffered a regular sexual abuse. Okay, there you go. Yeah. It was right oh, up there. Oh, okay, right there. Right, uh, right, off the bat, right off the bat. We're taken into care as described as malnourished, unhygienic, and struggling to speak. Yeah, so you don't really get a great kind of upbringing. This is just like those Kate, those 12, not Kate plus eight. Those, 12 monkeys? Those 12 monkeys that have it showing uh, TLC. <laughs> <laughs> the people with the 12 kids. Oh, yeah. Who the brother was molesting the, yeah. Oh, yeah, his yeah, sisters. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's the same. I mean, not the quite. But. The, the uh, so the man was fathering sisters with, fathering children with his sister. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. how it started? So that's how it started. So, yeah. so a, a brother and sister were like, yeah. you know, let's just go off into the forest and start fucking. Yeah. And then they made babies and they're like, let's fuck these. And they just kept fucking and fucking and fucking. Let's fuck these. I mean. Did they fuck their own kids? Is that what you're saying? They had to have. Because if you, just two of you started it and now there's a bunch of you, you had to have fucked your kids. Oh, God. Yeah. Or your kids fucked each other. Right. But yeah, but you could get your 13-year-old daughter and get her pregnant. Right. Get that going. <sighs> You know, times <laughs> it's important to to uh, to keep your family tight and close together, and I think that this is all part of being a family. Maybe we have it wrong, and we're supposed to do this. Maybe we I do have so. it wrong. Maybe we're supposed to fuck our, family. our families. You should have another kid. <laughs> Did she just say I should have another kid? Yes, that's what she said. So you should oh, have. So my son has someone to fuck. Right. Hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, that's, get, be- that's get, better gets, than that's it, better than where we both went with that initially. I yeah, think. that's right. <laughs> I went somewhere else. I feel like it gets less. <laughs> it's weird that that can be the nicer option, what she suggested, but it, it turned out it was. Yeah, I feel like it gets less amusing when my kid is brought into it. Yeah, no, no, no. no. I mean, this is one of those things where clearly. Could you imagine though? But you you want to fuck your sister, and you just move up into the fucking mountains, and you start a fucking sex cult. Okay, he's he's a so they're up there for a long, long, long yeah. time. So here's a here's a question for you. Uh, I read about some people recently who were uh, mother and son, I think, but they had been separated at birth. This is a psychological condition. Is it? Mm-hmm. Is that what it is? So they like have now hooked up in and are in a like a so relationship. It, when you are raised with a sister. There is something that occurs because of the familiarity that makes you not want to have sex with them. Uh-huh. There's some sort of psychological sure. thing that occurs. Yeah. But the opposite of that is if you are genetically related and separated, you are much more likely to have sex if you meet as adults because there's a crazy attraction and there's something between you. Right. And so you, but you haven't had all that other thing that's meant to make you not, not want to have sex. How oh, are these stories of of siblings who meet each other later and don't know they're related? Yeah, yes. I read one. I love uh, those. There was it's an, an actual no, psychological yeah. condition. Thing. But there was a mother and son recently. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. but but it happens all the all the. But they never time. met it's each kind other. Kind of as romantic. Mother and son. It's not I mean, as romantic as I guess. No. It's, a full, it's very I, I chemical. Yeah, I think that's a I mean, misapplied word. No, I don't think it's no. It's full circle. It's like a nice little, you know. Going back to the place you came from, I suppose. And so, what if you're not attracted to a long lost <laughs> brother or sister? Does it mean you hate yourself? Yeah, you probably. So those people are smarter. <laughs> if you if you meet your long lost brother and you don't want to fuck him, then you should go to therapy to figure out what's wrong with you until you do want to. Yeah, fuck can him. you imagine? Oh, uh, so I met. I, Look, I know I what's wrong with me. I don't want to fuck my brother. I just met him. <laughs> I didn't know he was my brother. You get what's fucked up about that? <laughs> 
All right, we sh- we've got to finish up in a bit, but there's something that I want to bring up with Jen uh, today because previously on this podcast, oh, we- we've God, had a yeah. habit of like talking about things and then they just <gasps> happen or they oh, I know come it's true what or you're whatever. Talk to me about. And uh, so yeah, we. I, is this the, about the, the tree that was on Game of Thrones? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, we bought you a present. No. <laughs> Well, that's mean. For the 250th. <laughs> Jen, uh, winter's coming. So, um, Dolph Lundgren is somebody that we <laughs> Holy shit. started talking about on the podcast. Sure, why wouldn't you? Um, I don't even remember why. But I, we've stage. talked about Dolph before. Yeah, I mean, well, Dolph Lundgren is just one of those guys. But once we started, amazing. he just started like being in the yeah. news and stuff. Exactly. Dolph's back a bit, right? Yeah. And then I saw him one day down at Earth Bar down the road. I'm he was sorry? in at Earth Bar. Dolph Lundgren was just there. After, like the day after we talked. Right. Seriously? And he was yeah. just there. That's crazy. Right. So, anyway. Did you look at him and say, man of my dreams? He's been seen, he's been seen in the area another couple of times <laughs> uh, since. Uh-huh. uh-huh. So, yesterday, uh, there's been a couple of noise complaints from for, for this apartment. I, we've been getting some noise complaints. I think the person who's moved in downstairs is more sensitive to the... Like, there is some flaws here that are Just from like you walking with, around I guess getting so. noise complaints? Like, anyway. I, oh, God. It's a bit of a pain. But you get slippers on all the time. Right. It's annoying. You got to get like, a runner. Oh, that's why you have carpet there. Yeah, now. that's why I got carpet there now yeah. and a couple other places. Anyway, it's yeah. been a bit annoying. And oh. I've never had a... I've been in this apartment for years and I've yeah. never had a complaint. And so... I also had some people staying here and I think maybe they were being noisier or whatever. Fucking who knows? Yeah. Anyway, so I'm trying to do the right thing by the building, make sure that, you know, everything's okay. Uh, and uh, I'm talking to one of the guys about, you know, noise in the building and blah, blah, blah. And he goes, oh, well, I live under the penthouse and this Australian band, Five Seconds of Summer, have just moved in there. Now, Five Seconds of Summer are the Australian One Direction. Okay. Like, so they now live in this building, That's right? That's crazy. They're that huge. Insane. Yeah, the Australian One Direction. Didn't you have a have... thing with them where you met them and they were really nice? No. That's a different <laughs> no, thing. No. No. You're thinking of Radiohead. So, <laughs> so they are... Yeah, they're like a big, you know, teeny, like, you know, kind of band. And apparently they're living here. And I'm like, oh, hang on. And am I living in like an apartment block with five seconds of summer and I'm the one getting noise complaints? I'm barely even here. Is this an Australian-only building yeah, but, too? Well, that's why I think he was mentioning to me that – got to point out the other ones. Australians. Yeah, they, they're also Australian. Yeah, but you're a crazy, you know, famous comedian. So you are a noisemaker. I mean, I am nighttime. If this person is a, ah, I, I will say that, like, because I've go. been doing gigs all week and stuff. So, you know, you do get home a bit uh-huh. later and you, you stay up. Yeah. So, you know, I don't want to be a pain. Dancing. Yeah. But I don't, I don't think I'm being that noisy anyway. No. So I started having this conversation uh, with this guy. And then he goes, oh, and he goes, and you know who else I've seen around no. the building? No. No way. Apparently, he- I mean, this guy could not confirm it. He was more speculating either. Dolph Lundgren has a very good friend in this building, or I think there may be a possibility that Dolph Lundgren has an that apartment in this building. That is the most building. fucked thing that's come around on this podcast. That would be like if Dave Navarro lived in this building. It's the same. That's crazy. Okay. Like he was making jokes, like you should marry him and all that. And where is he? I mean, and he was in this building the whole time. Right. If in you, this building. If you see him in this building and you do not walk up to him and say, please do my podcast. There's something wrong with you. Oh, I'm going to, if Dolph Lundgren lives in this podcast, in this podcast, <laughs> if, Dol, if Dolph Lundgren lives in this building, 
uh, I am going to become friends with Dolph and I'm yeah. going to get him on the podcast. There's yeah, no doubt right. about that. I forget right. even why we like him so much. Well, he's uh, super smart. I mean, but also he went did, to, once you start Googling things about him, yeah, there's he a went, lot He has like, like 50 yeah. degrees or something. Yeah, he's yeah. crazy smart. And he's Australian or no? He's Austrian. Yeah, not Australian. Austrian. Austrian, but he went to school. He went to <laughs> Sydney, school in Sydney. Yeah, that's true. There was a link to Australia. Anyway, yeah. Anyway. There was correct. a link to Australia. Wow, that's fucking... I bet he does live here. You saw him at Earth Bar. Where else right. would he live? Maybe right. the reason you guys started talking about him in the first place is that you could sense him in the building. Right. Oh, yeah, I can sense the Dolph? Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. Because it came up out of nowhere. Right. It wasn't it a story it's about true. him. You just said his name, and I'm like, who's that or something? So check the archives. When, you know, he's, when he's walking episodes. down the street, people will just be looking and be like, hey, did you ever... Did you get... Uh, what did you give your breakfast? You know what? Dolph Lundgren is pretty great. It's just because he's in the area. Do you think that he moved in here because he heard you talk about him and he wants to what kill you? What if he's you? obsessed with Will yeah, Anderson? He's obsessed with you and maybe wants to kill you and wear your skin. He's, yeah. got, or, he's got Google alerts. <laughs> and that night he hadn't, he turned off Google alerts on his phone and he really needed to get a good night's sleep. But, and then it just kept coming up and up and up as everybody tweeted about it. And now yeah. he unrationally, irrationally hates me. But how great is the TMZ interview down on the corner of. Dolph wearing Will's skin just talking about his next movie. Universe Will Soldier. <laughs> the best I could do on short notice. Uh, okay. Yeah, he has to have a pun. So I'm hoping I'm hoping that Dolph uh that there will be more of a Dolph you bet update. Your ass Dolph, hoping. Dolph may live in this apartment this building, which would be pretty amazing. amazing Can't you happened. go on the outside and look at the names? I mean, he wouldn't be under Dolph. You don't know what he, he would do. Maybe He's down to Lundgren. earth, dude. Maybe it's one of those things as well, you know, to be honest with you. Maybe it's one of those things where uh, I had seen him, you know, when they do those psychological experiments, like, you know, and you can actually make somebody come up with an answer because on the way there you show them, like, you know, like a bus goes by with yeah. the number 32 and they don't know they're being manipulated. Maybe I was actually seeing Dolph, but I hadn't recognized that. Oh, and that's Dolph. why he was on your mind? I had subliminal Dolph. <laughs> you know what I mean? But wait a minute, wait a minute. Maybe I bet the real truth is he has a 25-year-old girlfriend yeah. in this building that he's fucking. Yeah, well, boyfriend. that could be it, true. Who I don't knows? think he's gay. We read about him on Wikipedia. Yeah. yeah. Wikipedia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's um, you know, you know, he's right. all up in the which, ladies. Which, which wiki? He's all up oh, in yeah. the ladies. Sure, yeah, I think I thought you were talking about the Dolph, Wiki Dolph. <laughs> uh, last but not least, because we do need to finish up, but I uh, there's an update on uh, somebody that is very special to this podcast, uh, which is Russell Crowe. Now, according to New Idea magazine, which is like a gossip mag, so let's, you know, we, yeah. we'll take all this, you know, mm -hmm. in mind. Uh, but Russell Crowe may have a new girlfriend because he, he was married for a while and he got mm. divorced and he's been kind of happily single, I think, uh, Russell. But Russell Crowe uh, allegedly mm. has a new girlfriend. And it is the Aussiest woman of all time. Oh, really? It could not be more Australian. It's like crazy who it is. Hmm. I don't know necessarily if you guys will know exactly who this person is, so I will just tell you. Uh, Steve Irwin's wife, Terry Irwin. Of course what? I know her. You know really? Terry Irwin? Yeah. Yeah. She, yeah. Terry, apparently. She's kind of like a bruiser. Allegedly. Really? America's she's like a, own. She's kind of like a badass. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that would be the most Australian couple of all time. Do you think Steve Irwin's like, Considering are you fucking kidding? What if Russell Crowe gets killed by a jellyfish? A jellyfish. <laughs> and One then of the they realize that she's been 
killing her lovers with and they fish. find that they go chase it back it's like 10 people have died or fish related incidents. maybe she's that's not why, killing that's why them. she came out to australia in the first place <laughs> she's not killing them but she's got animals. that weird attraction to the type of man who would get killed by a jellyfish slash stingray type animal no i reckon she's like a like black widow spider you know and she's murdered across america and her, her <laughs> she's because she's American, and the way that she kills people is oh, with she's deadly animals. Yeah. yeah, and they, she kills people with deadly animals, right? So she did a bunch of crimes in America that no one's heard about. Yeah. Then she uh. scarped out to Australia, and then Steve is the first. Yeah. Oh, and then you know, so she got to Russell's stay there the after. They don't they don't deport you when your husband dies. When your nationally beloved husband dies, tragically, uh, oh. no, we don't deport no. you. I, I loved mean, him too. To be honest, oh no, me too. To all no, the Australians listening. Yeah. We all, you guys, we loved him and we sorry, we're sorry. That we sorry. We're yeah. really sorry that one of your fish killed him. Right. I mean, we are. I mean, Rupert Murdoch's still alive and Steve Irwin's dead. Everybody in Australia is sorry for that world. I, I that just feel like Steve Irwin's going to be like, you idiot, don't date Russell Crowe. He's so I ridiculous. Don't know. Maybe Russell Crowe's turned a corner. I mean, right. look, Nice Guys is such a fucking good movie. Okay. So tell, yeah. Bad poster, good movie. Oh, it's so good. I've heard it's really good, but I haven't it's seen like, it. It's like, it's like I haven't laughed that hard in a movie maybe since Big Lebowski. Like, it is so fucking funny. Who, who, who made it? Shane Black. Oh, it's a Shane Black film. Yeah. And I think it's his yeah. best. I think it's his it's best movie. Okay. So I watched uh, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang again the other night. Yeah. Which, you know what? I didn't love as much as I thought that I was going to love it when I sat down to rewatch it again. Sure. Because I think that his style, what he did in Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, is now a bit everywhere. Yeah. And it suffers. Is that Robert Downey Jr. and. Uh... Yeah, Val Kilmer. God, I saw that so long ago. But I don't really remember. Go yeah. On. It's just like a real wisecracking. That's, yeah, yeah. But you've seen it, you know, kind of be replicated so many yeah. times now that I think that it kind of loses some of the impact. But. He's a great writer. Like he, when he reason, when he's on fire, he this writes is the a same, good movie. This is the same style, but he nails every single moment so perfectly in this movie. I've heard it say, uh, I, I really was like, what is fucking, this movie looks terrible. Why would he do that? Ryan Gosling, I'm thinking to myself. Um, and then, you, are you a big Gosling fan? No, or? I don't I understand would, why would, he's would, considered I would, cute. I would marry him. He's tremendous. I'm sure, he's, I like his acting. I just, I'm not like, oh my God, it's so hot. No, he's the he's, he's he's it. He's the thing. But uh, get, on, get on board. I'm not off board, but I don't have this movie star thing. Did you see Drive? <laughs> I tried to watch drive it on a plane. So not for you. I didn't like it. I tried to watch it on a yeah, plane. I was like, it's guys. literally someone's driving it's, it's a motorcycle. A, it's a movie for in the men. woods. There's no. He <laughs> no. just on, it's there's only no driving. Motorcycle or a woods. Oh well, what was that movie I saw? The, you're thinking of the other one where where he is a. He's a stunt motorcycle driver, yeah. and then halfway through, it's Bradley Cooper. Are you thinking, are you thinking about Point Break? The Point Break. No, remake? I love Point Break. The, a motorcycle is driving through the woods, and it's it's not driving. <laughs> this is this is the worst description of a movie I've ever heard in my well, life. Well, I was on a plane, I fell asleep because it was just a motorcycle. But you've got to give us something. But more. it was a big movie, and everyone loved it. The Great Escape. Is it the? No, but I'm gonna find it. Listeners, <laughs> listeners, write in. Are you sure this is Ryan Gosling's movie that you're talking about? Might not be. <laughs> But it's somebody big. <laughs> in the past two years, there was a movie with like a Hollywood hunk. He's on a bike in the woods and everyone talked about it. Oh my God, you know what it is. By the way, a big shout out to the guy who got mad at me and Charlie on our football podcast for not being accurate enough. This oh, is how, this I'm is how we talk worst. about everything. 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 I don't know anything. I'll tell no, you that. Dear God, who does? 
I don't know names of people. I didn't know Jimmy Fallon. I'm sitting right I was, next to I was saying this to Dave just before that um, uh, if I see one more story about around the Suicide Squad movie about how the actors had to do something crazy to get their parts. Like oh, this weird, I oh, I, like I, I, we were, it was midnight. We're in the woods and he got me to run naked through the woods for the audition. And I was like, I don't feel like that's – you should see your union – I don't feel like this is appropriate. Jared Leto's masturbating in the envelopes. The place and- beyond the pines. Uh, yeah. A guy rides a motorcycle in the woods. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's the translation in Japan. I mean, that- <laughs> Who's in that movie? Brad Pitt? Some uh, Hollywood Bra- hunk, uh, as Bradley I said. Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper. It's not a good movie. I saw Burnt. Ooh, maybe not good either. Burnt? It had fun watching it, though. I yeah, I, I, didn't mind, I didn't mind it. He's an angry chef. Yeah. Oh, But he finds yeah. love with a sous chef oh, at the so end. Oh, that's so great. Yeah. But he she lowers can, himself. Well, she can handle him. She's actually quite talented, yeah. and I think she's going to have her she's own restaurant. Tal- oh, yeah, she's she's talented player, herself. Huh? That's she's what he says in her. Oh, he sees nice. himself because she's got violent outbursts, too. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. She knows what it takes to be the best. He you, got sober got by terrible. shucking like a thousand oysters or something. Yeah. No need Very for common. 12 step or anything. No, that just, no that's common. Sense. No. That happens now. <laughs> just pick up another obsessive behavior. <laughs> <laughs> It's fine. I, you yeah, know but could you movies- imagine dating a guy who just always had to shuck oysters? Right. <laughs> I mean, seriously. <laughs> like, so that way I can stay sober. <laughs> right. Fucking sh- You want me to drink? No, no, no. Keep no, going. No, no, just, just let me know when you're done. We have a just, reservation. Just, just gotta, you can't bring your own bucket of oysters sorry, to the restaurant. Just, just got to shuck a little more. <laughs> just, a, just a couple more shucks. And then, Should I not drink this wine in front of you? No, it's fine. It's fine. Just let me. <laughs> just give me the bucket. <laughs> give me, me my shucking knife. <laughs> Anyway, Place Beyond the Pines, not for me. What else did we learn yeah, today? The Ark. Uh, Jared Leto's been sending people his semen. <laughs> what? Well, I mean, look, that's just classic Leto. In a jar or like a sample? In an envelope. To whom is he sending it? Other cast members on the suicide squad. Oh, that's squad. their little prank. Well, what that's a him. fucking cunt. But that's getting to like safety levels. Right. That's illegal. It's illegal. Even in a movie. That's a sex crime. Yeah. Oh. That's an occupational health and safety And you can also get sick minimum. if he had six burp. Right. Yeah. Imagine I mean, opening that envelope. I mean, it'd be hard waft, to. But wouldn't it be all dry? Leto. It would just be dry. Yeah, but I mean, it'd, it'd just smell be sticky. horrible. You yeah, think it would smell like sperm? Yeah. yeah. I've mean, never like, smelled guys, dried sperm. From guys who have had sperm laying around. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I'm sure I've had it laying around and I've never smelled it. <laughs> I mean, not for Not the way enough. we have yeah, had, not had it laying around. I mean, yeah, not like you'd forgotten about it. Like, where did this oh, come from? Oh, okay, even, I didn't know that. Even you can't remember where it came from. You're like, I assume it's mine, but God, I can't I actually remember how it would have gotten And there. if that's it's on the sock. sheets, it yeah. smells days guess, later? This is my room, or the that's sock. my roof. So Does I a guess, thing make it smell more? I just winked at you. You just yeah, winked yeah, at me. Winked but I think it, like it was right his way of saying, yes, a sock. I mean, depends if it's a clean or dirty sock, I suppose, as well. Well, thanks for informing me. I didn't know that. I also don't have a very strong sense of smell, so perhaps. I mean, that's probably handy in this case. You can smell semen. I've never have, I don't think. Really? I don't think I have. You know have. what? I'm going to send I you mean, some in an envelope. Oh, thank yeah. you. Did you. I mean, they say the male is dying, but <laughs> I say. <laughs> uh, all right. We should finish up because we've done. Uh, all right. Yeah. yeah. Gareth is coming. I mean, you coming. guys have got things to do. No, Gareth's not coming today anyway. After all my rearrangements, I then had to rearrange separately, but I took it offline from you guys because you guys were locked in. Do you want to hear my sitcom idea? Yeah. Uh, someone uh, runs a funeral home and a flower shop. They're in the same thing. It's called Making Arrangements. Thank you. Oh okay. my God! That, How about here's the deal though you don't you don't you don't go in and pitch that you go in and pitch it as if a family member has that had that place right so you act like it was when you were a kid that that was what it was and then you and then they think it's real and then they buy it He's really one. like all the other ideas I had based on my real life I've got, that they bought 
I've got, I've got one for you here. Here we go. Cameron is good. A heroin addict uh-huh. moves in with a hoarder. Oh. And they both solve each other's problems. See? It's called getting clean. Because he sells all the stuff, obviously, oh, no, for it to it. heroin. That's pretty good. And but then, some some hoarders just have like a like I watched that show once, and there a woman just had a room full of dog shit. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. You, some stuff you can't sell. Yeah, well, the heroin addict starts with a room full of shit, but it <laughs> turns around. There's a real twisting point where that's not bad. Getting clean. Yeah, not it's bad. it could follow mine. Anyway, we'll go. All right, bye. we'll sell them as a yeah. We'll sell. <laughs> we'll pitch them together. We'll pitch them to Gareth when he's got his deal. With the Dolph Lundgren to star in both. Yeah, Gareth will be like Gareth's Horace and Pete. <laughs> <laughs> will be his weird web series thing he does with his friends that no one watches. As, no. Oh, whoa. Oh, no, I mean, some, no, well, I mean, not yet, right? I, think I that, haven't seen it yet. That's no, one, not a no, one, no one's no watched one, it yet. No, he, look, he said that, right? No, because and no, now one, they're gonna no watch one it. goes to your website to watch anything. You no. put it on an app so they can watch it on something else. Yeah. No one goes anywhere now to watch it. Oh, right. Yeah, it's going to come to me on an app. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I, but now it's going to be on TV that works? or something. Can I email you something? Can you print my cure tickets? Because Jesus. I don't think I'm going to go home in between. I think I'm going to go buy a scarf. And I think that I can do that. Yes. Is the, oh, the cure's tonight? Mm-hmm. But they, it starts at 7, but I bet they won't go until 8.30. Yeah, they won't. But I don't yeah. want to drive in the traffic. I'm going to get a parking spot on Hollywood Boulevard at 6. I tried okay. to get tickets to old man uh, Coachella, and it was a fucking nightmare. Uh, it, we did, it all, did it all sell out in a minute? In a minute. And they were, as we were waiting in the virtual thing, you were watching them pop up for sale for $2,000 online. Yeah, crazy. I mean, because that's your market, though, for that. Right. Old people have money. I love that theme, too. There were no women back then. <laughs> um, it's a good thing. <laughs> I really like it. <laughs> Uh, uh, wow! Well, was, yeah, yeah. Well, what band could you do? Heart? Like they're actually Blondie. Yeah, but that's not the same rock and roll ish sort uh, of thing. What about? Uh, well, you could get some solo artists. Surely there'd be like uh, some. Isn't there some great old? Like I don't know. Could you get? I mean, right, is, I mean, rock and roll. You're talking about rock and roll. It's not, like, it's not like they were. It's not like they were allowed. Uh, what about uh, Fleetwood Mac? Okay, right. At yeah. least a female, there like you, you know, vocal yeah. fronted. That band. would be great. Band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. You did it. Get those guys. That one. <laughs> <laughs> or Haim, whatever. <laughs> Uh, anyway, th- th- I'm going to put this out on Friday because this is the 250th. Do you guys have anything you would like to mention, plug, etc.? Just watch Marin, Marin on IFC. And uh, Dollop Tour of Australia, is that going to happen? Yeah, yeah. It's being put together right now. We had to bump it back so the first couple weeks of uh, September. Jen oh, Kirk- that's so awesome. Yeah. Jen Kirkman? No, I'm doing a little three dates in Canada. Are people in London listening? Yeah, I'll be at the sure. Soho Theater in July. Oh, yeah. And go, a night yeah, in Manchester. I actually had somebody just message me to say they'd gone and seen Alex Edelman in uh, at Soho because they'd heard of him through the podcast. So, yes, people do do that. Oh, well, please come and uh, everyone buy my book. I know what I'm doing other lies I tell myself. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> like you were leaving a message? Oh, my God. I can't sign into StubHub. I don't remember my password, so now I have to go home and get my ticket. Okay. Okay, bye. Oh, <laughs> seriously? Because I didn't write it down when I created it last night. I'm like, why would yeah, I need just, it? Just doesn't there a thing that says, uh, <laughs> yeah. you forget your oh, password? reset yeah. password. And then yeah. you can just like send a thing to yourself and then do it. I mean, that's probably easier. Anyway, we yeah. can, we okay, can get we off can the talk podcast about this later. and you can work that out. All right. Thank you very much, guys. Oh, so this is going to be a, oh, is it going to be two parts Oh, we now? love so, you. Thank you, by the way, for giving us uh, all these wonderful Australian fans and letting us be part of this. 
Yeah, thanks, Dave guys. Didn't yeah, see man. It. No, no. Uh, Dave, well, Dave flew all the way out to Australia to do a show podcast. recently. So I know, know that's so cool. I feel like that's saying to the audience, you know. I thank them when I'm there, but I haven't been thanking them again. Well, no, no, it's always nice to thank them. Thank you, everybody. Double thanks. Rate the show on iTunes and all that sort of thing. Uh, have, do I have things that I need to plug? I'm sure that I do, but I don't know what they are. Oh, on the Patreon page, we have a new uh, level, the Fosdyke level. Ooh. James Fosdyke is doing a regular comic strip. Uh, really? Yeah, out of the podcast. So like every second week at the start for the $10 subscribers. But after that, we'll look at what else we can do with it. There's already a couple of really funny ones up. I will show uh, Dave and Jen uh, off air. Uh, but anyway, uh, you can you know, check it out on the uh, Patreon and that helps the podcast come out. I have a, a TOEFOP, obviously, that comes out most weeks. And uh, then we have uh, Two Guys, One Cup, the AFL podcast. I also have a loss of your podcast, but I'm just not doing that at the moment because I don't have time. So wow. anyway, yeah, I know people like it, but it's really fucking hard to do. Yeah. I have to try, like this week, I've like t- I've been trying to get Tim Minchin on for ages and he wants to do it, yeah. but we just can't coordinate it. And so, but this is how long we've been trying to coordinate it. This time he goes, yeah, yeah, I'd love to do it. But now could you speak to my assistant? And I'm ah. like, ah. Like, this is how big you've got in the yeah. time that I still haven't got you on my podcast. Yeah. <laughs> you have an assistant now. You can't. It's when Damn you, it. You can't keep track of your own schedule. Damn it. I oh. want that. Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, thank you, guys. Thank you.